Cron, this is the best fucking sandwich I've ever made, bro. I'm loving it. it. I'm I'm just you happy. You want a bite? Well, I feel like I'm already eating half of it, so yeah, I'll take I'll take a few more bites. I mean, why not? Have you bitten into this when I looked away? Oh, dude, uh, you turned your back. I was eating that sandwich. I mean, that's oh, all there man. is to it. I thought I was like, you know, sometimes you forget your drive home. I thought I was just enjoying the fucking sandwich so mm-hmm. much that I was chewing through it. So no, this dude, is great. This is. I mean, got, it's 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 layers, right? Uh-huh. That's the key to these. Yeah. You got some people bread soaked in vinegar and oil. Mm-hmm. It's layer one. What was annoying was that the condiments are now in the bathroom beer refrigerator. And yeah, well, I drank all the beers you took out to make room for the mustard and shit. So don't worry about it. Yeah, it's not that there's a lot of mayo and mustard in there. You just have to give them room to breathe. Yeah, dude. Like I said, I'm going to level with you. I drank 30 bathroom beers, and I fucking ate half your sandwich already, so I'm just trying to fucking stay. Excuse me. Look at him down there. That guy. I can barely see him. He's gotten smaller. He's shrunk. the same troublemakers that are still here, Jerry. Is Is that a bigger cross, or does it just look bigger around his It's so heavy. Do, do you want a bite of a sandwich, dude? Because you, you, you need nutrition. Can you help me with this cross? Can, I, you, okay. can you help me bear this cross? Let me, let me, <laughs> fuck, dude. Yeah, they're, it's hot. I burnt my fucking head. That is so hot. You deserved it. Oh, what a little. That's some bullshit ass trick. This guy's a little trickster, dude. <laughs> a pigeon <sighs> delivered me a message. And it says that guess through what? an open rooftop window. That's what we use still in the church. Okay. We gotta hide a lot of stuff, so we went back to pigeons. Bones, um, I'm gonna level with you, dude. I I drink those forty 30, more crosses on the way. I drink those thirty bathroom beers, but I also ate a shitload of mushrooms. And I don't, <laughs> this guy is <laughs> speaking to me right now. I, I'm yeah, Father Frank. You guys know who I am. Oh, well, hold on. Wow! Eh. Yeah. Fucking sandwich! You. I didn't God forget. Damn it! It didn't make it taste better. Taste it. Wait, so taste you it. said that. You, all right, I'll take. I'll take. I'll take another bite. I'll take another bite. Go for it. Taste it's, the Lord. You, it's all you, dude. The Lord's in it now. Now you just watered it down, dude. That's just water. No, that's the Lord's water. Mm-mm. You've cut. You've ruined the ratios. Mountain fresh. You've heard of. Does it taste Lord like red fresh. wine? Not anymore. Like cheap. No. Table one. No, I'm not a big fan of reggae. We're not allowed to listen to that. I want to go back to you guys having to use uh, carrier pigeons. Is this because like the Vatican computer network went down with Y2K? Listen, Y2K or was a very tough time. Still haven't it, recovered. It also <laughs> helped us out to erase a lot of the computer records that we needed to get rid of. So That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, so I it's mean, a blessing and a curse. Should you be talking about this? Yeah. We've Probably built not. back our computer system from Y2K, Listen. and we're a local video rental chain. So I don't know. The community has come together, and we've decided to protest five-day rentals because all of the demonic behavior that you boys have been up to lately um prince of darkness the the dark lord is just seeping out of this place there was a moat i heard and yeah, apparently you have just 
Hellcats. That's the store. That's one of the store cats. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Yes. Are you one of these crazy religious people that think they're the sign of the yeah, devil? Wow. You need a double you dose the with too. the mustache. You don't need to aim for my mouth every time. That's gross. I don't even know where this water's been, dude. It's been in the Lord's mouth. He spits it. Are you pushing this through a Brita or anything? I mean, this is fucking gross water, dude. You shouldn't be talking about the the holiest of holy waters that way. See, I thought the Catholics really, like, you guys were the more, like, doomsayer. You know, like, aren't we doing a service by warning people and, like, bringing, you know, satanic movies to the masses mm-hmm. so people we can will be concerned say that hollywood owes us millions and millions of dollars because of the money that they've made off of all this um demonic filmmaking that they do which makes the catholic church look terrible i mean the yeah i mean biblical the, stories it's the original ip right yeah the the worst one was with that guy mark ruffalo in it the happening we really that didn't. was Mark Wahlberg. He saw about Spotlight. Yeah, that's the one. Hey, priest guy, have you tiny guy? Have uh, you father seen Father Frank? Uh, have you seen about, the happening? Me. I'm the father. You have to respect that. I'm a father. I'm, I'm a, my hand still fucking hurts. Clergy. Listen, dude. I'll make you a deal. We will not ever carry Spotlight in our store because God forbid anybody find out about what you did. If you just let us keep our devil movies, which one? Well, I ha- I mean, I have to preview them all first. Yeah. So, do you have I them available? It. I get it. This guy's wanting no fucking freebies, dude. Yeah, no, it's not that. Just I just need it to, to. I will call Y2K, back the mob. Y two K, the Catholic Church, demonic forces, a a, a weakling ah. that just. Ow. You just said a whole bunch of keywords. I had to do it. That's it. Take this and get the fuck out of here. What? This week on Five Day Rentals. It's end of days. You're listening to Five Day Rentals, the video store podcast, where each week one of us takes a crack at picking a flick that we think meets a fun non-genre category. I am Bones. Joined as always by Cron Howard and Laundry Dan. Fellas, how are you? Howdy. Feeling demonic. Hell yeah. Yes. So we are we are in the second act of Cron's category, Black Magic. Last week. Kron took us through Big Trouble in Little China. No, I'm sorry. No, no. Prince of Darkness. Sorry, uh, Big Trouble fans. Someday. Someday. The other guys uh, wouldn't go for it, so blame them. When you when you write your email, address it to Bones and Dan. Anyway, second act. It just so happens that the devil is going to return. And who better... To fight the fucking devil than the Terminator, the running man, Arnold. 
Palmer? 19. Yeah. Well, did he need Sweet to be in this movie? <laughs> no, he should not be in this movie. Yeah. But it does make the movie special. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that he is in this movie, though. I'm just saying and- he... As I watch this, because I had not seen this for a very long time, uh, Arnold did not need to be the leading guy in this movie. (laughs) No, but it it really does make the watch so much better. Yeah. No. If you're really, yeah, if you're trying to make this movie, I think you would want to go to somebody else. Dan, I don't know if you have any other Um, casting in your notes. Yeah, there's there's a few that I highlighted. Throw them out. Yeah, who'd they want in this role? Yeah. You guys want it now? We're starting positive. Dude, this mm-hmm. this is going to get dark, okay? So I'm trying to keep it light, friendly yeah. up top because- It's dark all some, the way through. Some dark, this is a dark movie. Mm-hmm. It's a little shaky at times. Literally dark. Yeah. Um, Del Toro was attached, but he turned it down. Uh, to, di- to direct? Yes. Okay. Are you talking about actors? I was talking to actors, yeah. Oh, but you're, uh, you're on the subjects. We'll, this is directed by Peter Himes, yep. who's directed some other movies that I'm not going to bring up because I guarantee you one of them will come up. So, but check him out. Solid action career. But as far yeah. as cast, and then you said Del Toro turned it down. I think Sam Raimi turned it down also, right? Yeah. Oh, and that good. would have been great, dude. He went and directed. For the love of the game instead with Kevin Costner. <laughs> oh, really? That was in his But he did that a lot to the nineties, right? He would he would kind of break off and try to do I mean he did something um, out simple, simple plan, plan, you know, like what I mean, well shit, he turns around and does Spider Man, what, two years later? Mm. Yeah. That's kind of a return Top to to genre yeah. picture though at the time, because comic book movies weren't what they are now, you know? Lest we forget 1988's or 1998's incredible movie that I'm not going to say. 1998's incredible? Yeah. I'm hoping Dan picks it. He won't, but... Incredible movie that we are not going to mention. Um, Tom Cruise was... Uh, this was rope for him, but he decided to do Magnolia instead. Good choice, Tom. Yeah. Hey, I'm a big Tom fan, but I'd rather have Arnie. So, yeah, we got Arnie. Um, also, he almost wasn't able to, right? Wasn't there? Because he had surgery two years before, right? Post uh, Batman and Robin. Yeah, after he played Mr. Insurance. Freeze, the insurance companies were not uh, willing to risk him being in more movies. So, this was the first one that he picked up after his surgery and all that. Was it a, did he have a heart attack? I believe he has a genetic heart defect. So like every 10 years he's had to go in and have like a repair. Okay. Um, I knew it was something with the heart family. Yeah. So yeah, this is the one he took up and then he said the offers came pouring in after this. So they realized he was fine. Well, I mean, if you're the insurance guy and you're, I'm guessing they read the scripts maybe beforehand to see like what's involved. And you go, oh, on page 12, he's dangling from a helicopter. (laughs) Maybe we should make sure. Don't worry. It's all early green screen. So (laughs) it's 
hey, I'll t- I'll still take this. Hey, and we'll- over what we get now because that they they still fucking moved a helicopter and flew it through those built like those city streets. Uh, we'll get there, but that helicopter pilot definitely could have gotten lower. Yes. <laughs> They say, basically, get get me as low as you can, and he's a good, I don't know, 80 feet off the roof? I mean. (laughs) He knew he had enough rope. Mm -hmm. All right, so, Kron, you said this is the first time you'd seen this bad boy. Oh, I I saw this, uh, you know, probably pretty pretty close to when it came out, but not since then. So. Oh, okay. Apologies. There were a few scenes, like, when that guy pops up who has the, like, crazy blonde hair. I was like, oh shit, I remember this. Like there are there are definite like visual cues that I remembered from this movie. The uh the prodigy firestarter guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm a fart starter. Twisted fart starter. He's gonna fuck you. <laughs> was that the audition line? They just had forty guys come into a room and just trade off saying, He's gonna fuck you, Christine. Probably not creepy enough. Be a fun mm-hmm. day at work, right? Next, Dan, you rocked your fists up and down when I dropped this pick. You were pretty stoked. Yeah, man. I think you said it had been a while since you'd seen it. I think I went to the theater and watched this when it came out. I believe I watched this with my parents. I don't know if we had a DVD player by this point because the first DVD we had was Gladiator. So this still might have been VHS. In your trivia notes, we'll talk about this up top. Was I believe this was the last laser disc? Yes, sir. That is correct. To be pressed. Maybe, maybe one of our f- friends can help confirm that too. Yeah, let let Brantley and Nick know. I mean, <laughs> they collect those kind of things. Gunning for this mm-hmm. one now. Mm-hmm. Although I thought he said another movie. Yeah, maybe in one of our shows or. Maybe on their show? I don't remember. I feel like there's some weird thing with Disney where they continue to, like, release stuff on dead formats for, you know, whatever reason. So, could be something like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's not like we're, you know, ever hammered when they're on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We don't drink. We're a fine Christian podcast here. That's right. right. We are now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goddamn right. I don't want to suffer the ills of Y2K, so... I'm cleaning up my life. You know, there was a trilogy that we could have could have done for this. That all came out in 1999. They released three movies in a in a trilogy in 99. There's a trilogy of religious end of the world 1999 movies. Is Stigmata one of them? Stigmata is one of them, featuring our devil. Our devil. Who yeah. plays a priest in that oh. one. I did not pick that one. So. so there's Stigmata. What else is there in this trilogy? Hold on. Are they like a cohesive story? No, it's no. just okay. three films They're that just... happen to be released. Okay, okay, okay. Was one of them with Anthony Hopkins? No. Okay. I'll tell you this much. He can't come back to the United States because he'll get arrested. Oh, Ninth Gate? Yep. Roman Polanski. All right. Which he came up twice on my research 
for my pick. Because hint, hint, guys, at about three o'clock is when I made my pick today. Because I've been on a fucking terror. I sent you another good one. I know. All right. I think that's enough pleasantries, fellas. We're doing okay? Everybody doing all right? Yeah. By the way, I just want to... I had... I had the DVD of Stigmata, and for some reason, I watched it a lot of times. <laughs> like I've never seen it. This movie made never me think You've of se- Stigmata, oh, so we should do it for this podcast. I mean, it's just kind of lags. That's because I was like, you know what? I'm sticking with um, what's his name, Gabriel. Yeah, he's like, and I could do Stigmata, and then there was another one. I'll get there whenever I expose this the pick, the order. No, it was it was further back. It was more the long lines of magic and stuff like okay. that. It's dark magic. Yeah, I mean, explore the category. I oh, sure, I have. Every- I, I I sort of ruined it by bringing the devil back, but this, like I talked about in in the last episode, I had a hail Satan category that was Prince of Darkness slash End of Days in the event. Prince of Darkness came up beforehand, but I, yeah, I'm ready to get into it. End of Days was guys, always going to be it was on my list as well for this yeah. podcast. So, I, guys, I think it was a perfect fucking pick for this podcast. End of Days, 1999. Director Peter Hyams is a Universal. We get some eerie music over some direct video level titles. These things look fucking awful. The the imagery is cool, but the actual font text looks looks very direct to video. They look like very flames. late nineties uh title screens. I mean Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just they look extremely when you see that universal and then that starts, I was like, Oh, this is Yeah, t- I was just like what did I do? Take yeah. take that Saul Bass. Uh, you fucking artist. <laughs> we got flames, crosses, all that Catholic shit. Vatican, Rome, 1979. Priest watches a sign in the sky prompting him to uh, check some ancient scrolls. His scrolls but- look laminated. They look like they are fucking, like you could not crease those pages if you wanted to. Is this a guy that gets paid to watch the sky every night at the Vatican? To and he found that shit quick. Uh, maybe he's like the prophecy guy. I don't know. Maybe he's uh, that's his like that's job. his job. Like yeah, he's up there in shit. the observatory just waiting for it. Because yeah, he found that shit like boom. <laughs> but Kron, you're right. Why couldn't they just throw that like from a prop department? Throw that scroll in a laundry uh, fucking dryer with some poker chips and yeah, or just you know, just age put it, it up a little bit. Yeah, put it on regular paper at least. I mean, it, yeah. it, it is like thick, smooth paper that <laughs> you could you could not damage it if I gave you a thousand tries. I mean, it's crazy. It's nineteen ninety nine. Put it on a computer. Sure, people's minds must have been blown when we went from scrolls to books. Just in terms of like ease of looking through it, I don't have to find something to. You, I mean, hold this. Opening down. the scroll is pretty. Cool. That's very ceremonial. Like, mm-hmm. but 
max 30 inches. You know, that's, you know, there was a guy though, where they put a book in his hands and he was like, no, I can't fucking read this. What is this newfangled technology? (laughs) Fuck this shit. Yeah, this sucks. Sitting next to the guy reading the book and he's dropping it and rolling back Mm -hmm. up and shit. He's like, (laughs) the other guy just looks at him like, idiot. Yeah, part part of reading is uh, spending 20 minutes looking for the passage you need. (laughs) This guy, he reports to the Pope. Under the sky, the eye of God, the child will be born today. You guys recognize this Pope? Uh, Breaking Bad, right? Breaking Bad, yeah. Yeah. So, also in a wheelchair. I mean, I immediately thought we should try to kidnap him. He's been playing an old man for 40 years. 40 years, (laughs) yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's paying the bills. Uh, The Pope orders that the world be searched. They got to find this child. Now, Some of the other cardinals. Weird they're trying to find a child and not sleep with it, you know? <laughs> I didn't say that, folks. I did. Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry to uh, all our Catholic listeners. But it happened. Know. It happened. They know. Okay, we can't, mm-hmm. can't cover it Some up. of the cardinals, they declare she must be killed. The Pope, he's, he's kind. He counters and says that they must be merciful and you got to trust God. They will save the girl. Pre, uh, Pope tells Priest Thomas, this is the one who ch- checked the scroll, to find her. New York City, six hours later. We got a baby being born, a beautiful baby girl. The nurse takes the, uh, the baby downstairs to be cleaned. Hospital rules. Oh, I kind of like the staging of this delivery scene, but there are 15 extra people in the delivery room. <laughs> like, there are doctors Dan, and nur- nurses of plenty. Uh, no, you're probably going to get about maybe six, five or six. There were easily 15 people in this delivery room. <laughs> C-section, maybe seven, Yeah, but plus the dad. And don't look This back. nurse, though, she takes this baby down into the fucking morgue. Hey, man, that's Who's the only wait- place you can keep a rattlesnake because it's cold. Who's fucking waiting down here but our f- fucking creepy-ass friend Udo, <laughs> who immediately starts the uh, a snake sacrifice of a rattlesnake, drips, drips the blood all over the baby, finger full of blood right in the mouth. This motherfucker just reaches into this jar like, I do this every day. He has dominion over that snake. How did he convince <sighs> he all these other snake. doctors and nurses to join in with this? How the fuck he get that in there? Like, he walking past the security guard and he's... <laughs> Satanists have a snake guy. Mm-hmm. The same way the Catholic Church has a scroll guy. Satanists got a dude up in a tower with a fucking Tupperware full of snakes. You think he's ashamed of it, though? Like... Yeah, that's where like eighty five percent of my business comes from. But you know, snake snake guys are not ashamed mm-hmm. that they have snakes. They fucking love telling you they got snakes. Yeah. They deal with you. snakes. You want to see my snakes? Well, and at least he can be like, yeah, I'm a snake guy, but at least I'm not covering up pedophile activity. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I supply the snakes. I don't know what they do. All right. Mm-hmm. Only thing we're doing with kids is shoving blood in their mouth. Yeah. 
it's uh, unveiled right here that the baby is marked. Nurse brings the uh, baby back up to the mom like nothing happened. Find out the name of the baby. Happy birthday, Christine. 20 years later, December 28th, New York City. Y2K is approaching. Fuck. We got some radio chatter. Nobody knows what the fuck is going to happen. Do you want to explain Y2K to their younger <laughs> listeners? All right. There was a fear at the turn from, from 99 to 00, zero. People were concerned that computer systems, instead of being programmed with a four-digit date, if they were programmed with a two-digit date, people were concerned that when the computers went from 99 to 00, zero uh, their computers would shut down before they saved their Word document. Uh, there I think was it went further than that. <laughs> yes, and it went fucking cha- – people went chaotic. Planes was, are going to fall out of the sky. People thought the banks were going to collapse, that elevators were going to – any sort of computer-based system was going to fail. Um, I think in office space, I think that's what he does at that uh, – Program? That program. Like they go through and they change everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, so folks, if you're sitting there wondering how Donald Trump happened, like <laughs> – you know. well, it is like looking looking back on it, why was that even a fear? I'm pretty sure my microwave right now thinks it's the year like 2003. Like it just – what does a date even matter? I mean – Have you asked it what year it is? I think it's like every time the lights go off, it's like reset the fucking calendar and it's like I just hit enter until it lets me microwave a fucking Your sandwich. microwave has a calendar? Your microwave, yeah. yeah. Yes, my microwave has this very annoying feature where every time the fucking lights go out, it's like you have to reset the entire thing. Bones, are you ready? Are you ready to to finally call him what we always call you? What you always call me? Oh, hey, look at fucking Brewster's millions here with a <laughs> with a microwave. Faith. You don't have Your a microwave. Microwave's got ass <laughs> jeeves in it. Calendar? No, it has. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Your microwave the, has a calendar. It, I guarantee it has a clock. It has a clock. Like, there's no, a difference between no. a calendar and a clock, bro. <laughs> I just hit enter until it lets me fucking microwave my food. Good looking out, Dan. I've been waiting. <laughs> yeah, oh, but pe- the people thought that if their bank system went from 99 to 00, zero that the computer would reset and they would lose all of their money. And which there was, there probably was a worker that had to go through all that and do all that work. Like, all right, this is what we're going to have to give back if it does that. And then that fucking Tuesday that he showed up, he's like, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, the image that I have of Y2K is like the doomsday prepping. Like people have like building stuff up. Like, I, you know, maybe what, 10 years later, I feel like. Doomsday Prepping had reality TV shows and shit. Yeah, it's like its own lifestyle now. So, I think there's an episode of the Drew Carey show where he gets pulled over and they like check his trunk and he's got like a bat and a bunch of food. Like, he's got like Y2K supplies and they look violent. So, like, the cop thinks he's up to no good. 
I don't know why my brain goes there, but I think Y2K, I think Drew Carey talking to a cop because he had Y2K supplies in the back of his. Because I think he had a, remember when the VW Bugs came back out at the end of the, the 90s and the early 2000s and it was like such a big deal? For these guys, I did the hand motion of the unmistakable sexy curve of a VW Bug. How I just many remember episodes of the Drew Carey show have you watched? I probably watched the bulk of the series. I mean, I was. All right, Karan, what were you saying? That was, that was appointment TV for me, man. I just remember my parents had a, we had a downstairs bathroom and like the tub down there, they had put like a uh, fucking jugs of water, like preparing for Y2K. <laughs> But that's the only preparation they did. Like, we had water for, honestly, probably a week. And then after that, I don't know. I guess we were on our own, so. That's enough time to identify what neighbors you were going to um, eat. Eat, eat, yeah. Body, 70% water, dude. I will eat my neighbors. (laughs) Don't do it. We might get sued. Optimal self-sufficiency. Yeah, I'm not doing it. All right. We got some public work guys down in a sewer. Guys, this is New York City. It's a big fucking city. All right. They're always working on it. There's always somebody in a movie working in some fucking sewer main. Pressure is off the fucking gauge. We got an earthquake. Flames and blasts up from the sewers. Cars tipping over. Some sort of entity escapes and flies away. I wonder what that is. Why didn't any of these workers uh, yell out like, oh, there's a bunch of turtles and shit down here. That's what they were looking for. Mm -hmm. I was waiting for one of them to fall in, get trapped, and then Sylvester Stallone had to lead them out. (sighs) We haven't done that movie yet, Dan. Fucking great movie, man. That might be a five-star banger. Okay, so you, you officially can't pick that movie for the normal show now. So I won't pick it for okay. the show. And yeah. Either yeah. can you. I I can. I don't consider no, you, it to be a five-star movie. You have that knowledge that it's a five-star banger for him, so you can't you I can can't pick, pick it, it whenever I want, dude. We got Gabriel Byrne, this sexy old Irish dude. He's entering in a uh, restaurant, meeting another couple for dinner. He excuses himself, goes to the restroom when the entity flies in, enters his body, absorbs into him, and just starts tossing him around the men's room. It's my dream every day. S- Please. To get tossed around in a men's room? No, just for Satan <laughs> yeah. to enter what my the body. Fuck, dude. You want to be rubbed around that fucking Jesus. subway tile of a grimy Italian restaurant's bathroom? You guys hey. know the. Hey, guys, I'm hitting the head. I'm going to be in there for 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, if anybody wants to come in and wrestle, work me over, go ahead, I guess. I've been trying for 37 years to get this to happen. I'm saying it's Satan taking over my body. That's right, Dan. This is, in fact, Satan taking over human form of this guy. Did, this guy. Uh, did Satan look for the most Satan-looking person on the planet to... I think Satan needed – I think he was already identified, right? Because she says, I've seen him before. 
So I think Satan had picked, already had had him selected. Was why he was flying around and mm-hmm. I mean, avoiding if, other people. If I was Satan and I had the choice between this guy and Arnold, I'm gonna win Arnold. I don't know. I feel like you could way stronger. go more places as this guy. Yeah, just overtake this. This Tom dude's Cruise. still pretty strong. He's inconsistently strong, but he's strong. Anyway, Satan it. comes out of the bathroom. We're just gonna say it. This is fucking Satan. Comes out of the bathroom and uh, violates a woman. We won't talk about what he does here. Now, uh, and then, as I was rewatching this movie, this was a scene where I was like, "I remember this from yep. fifteen like, years ago." Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's he leaves the restaurant right as he orders it to fucking blow up. What were you gonna say? Oh, nothing. Go ahead. Yeah, how many times does a fucking building blow up in this movie? Like a storefront or a restaurant. At least a few times. Two or or three, right? Three or four, yeah. So throughout this movie, we also get some, we talked about it before, constant radio DJs talking about what's going on. Little hints of also what have gone out, like gone around. So a little bit later, you'll hear some radio traffic about still no answer. I think there's like a news broadcast too, like no answer as to why this fucking building exploded or... um. We're going to have a giant party, people calling in, all concerned about what's going to happen, Y2K-wise. Really not that important. But next morning, we cut to Arnie. He's in this dingy, dirty apartment. He slowly cocks his gun, holds the Glock up to his forehead. Oh, man, he wants to do it when, bam, we got a knock at the door. It's our pal Kevin Pollock from Dan's previous uh, hostage pick. Two-timer here on Five Day Rentals, along with Arnold as well. Yeah. Shows up with some coffee. Who is it today, Arnold says. Eh, it's just transport. Anyone special? Just some Wall Street scumbag. I like scumbags. They pay better. Arnie prepares a calorie-rich, macro-diverse shake involving a day-old pizza, some Chinese food, a bottle of Pepto, the coffee. Wonder where he got this idea from. Say it, Dan. Oh, Arnold knows that you can't be a stud unless you eat your crub. Yep. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day, he says. Arnie works for Stryker Security Firm. Do you think you could optimize? Well, I guess he's just trying to optimize caloric intake, right? That's the only benefit to blending up all this shit. Yeah. I think on our live shows, we should actually make these... Shakes from the movies that we've covered and drink them. All right. Which one is worse? This one or the Stone Cold one? Stone Cold one has a Snickers in it, right? That's what I was going to say. I think the Stone Cold one would probably be not terrible. He's also making that to to feed to a lizard, though. He's not considering that to be human food. Yeah. Yeah. But you could still eat it yourself, Kron. See, the Pepto will is an investment for later after the shake. Like it's not going to be good in the shake. Although sometimes, sometimes I like the taste of Pepto. I do the pills. I don't do the actual liquid. Oh, I got to chug half that bottle. This shit fucks up your stomach. Oh yeah. You don't like shitting out a fucking brick. (laughs) You just shit out charcoal. A fucking black brick, dude. That's what you get from Pepto. 
Hey, but hey, you stop shitting, bro. When, when you need it, you need I it. I guess, but I'm always, every time I'm like, I'm dying because <laughs> that shouldn't look that way. Well, but I'm drinking Pepto because I'm already dying. I guess. Yeah. It's you know, like, it's like. It's the I, lesser of two evils at that point, I, I need I suppose. to go to bed. I will deal with this brick in the morning. <laughs> when you've been shitting water for, you know, 36 hours, yeah, you probably should drop that pink little. Little bottle. For me yeah. though, it's 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 when you have no water left and you're just getting the <laughs> you're getting the dry spasms of like, it's like at least when there's water, it's like there's a satisfying relief to it. It's like <laughs> when when your body's just your asshole's gaping like a dune worm <laughs> and nothing's coming out. You're like, I all right, I gotta get the pink shit. <laughs> I mean, All right. how are we not signed? Yeah. <laughs> Where's our fucking contract, dude? <laughs> I think I think your, when your question was answered. Like a dune. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Cut to a convoy. We got some helo support here. We got I think it's it's like SUV, limo, SUV. Arnold loads up his backup pistols, stashes these thing away or these things away in his forearm holsters. We get this quick shot of a homeless dude. He's somehow entranced by the approaching convoy. They step out. Arnie orders his team to keep an eye out, check the fire escape. He's told it's clear. Our scumbag client. This is Satan. Well, right as Satan steps out of the limo. Did, Go ahead. He, did he hire a security team as Satan? I mean, is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. But I think because he's aware, like, once I'm in a human form, they're going to, like, mm-hmm. Catholic Church is going to be coming after me. Well, that's kind of what I thought, too, but it just yeah. seems weird that Satan would be like, I need a It's a good thing the detail. Southern Baptists aren't after him because there'd be a lot more firepower and mm-hmm. crosses on the back of trucks. Yeah. Oh, dude, you'd get some F-350s with I see it every, sacks hanging from them. I see it every day. And the worst, it, it, Christians, the worst is with the pipes. <laughs> like, you're really that cheap? You didn't buy the wood with the plumbing pipes to make the crosses? What? Oh, dude, you... Cron, you don't see that in like, Tennessee where they drive in their cross in the back of their truck? No. <laughs> with, a P, with a PVC pipe cross? Yeah. Do they paint it? Or is it no, still white, white and got all it's still got the fucking manufacturing print down the side? <laughs> I'm like, cheap ass. Do they put a little Jesus on it? Nah. They don't see the Catholics love the imagery of Christ, you know crucified yeah they just love the cross here it's too much for the baptist Mm -hmm. yeah they can't stand that he looks middle eastern (laughs) well you also don't want to look at that while you're at a barbecue oh yeah i mean you know you don't want somebody to be like you're all about that nah i'm fine i think i've had enough ribs Yep. All right. That's my PVC cross. I put it uh 
Put a bunch of Trump stickers all over it. <laughs> do, okay, do you see the the purple PVC glue leaking out? <laughs> no, I, do I don't get that close. I, so. I feel like I don't would... got to use the glue because I'm not fitting this for a fucking under the house install. <laughs> but I could if yeah. I needed to. Yeah. Oh, this cross could hold water, buddy. Don't you worry. Oh, have you guys ever primed and glued PVC with your father just fucking screaming at you? Mm-hmm. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Put it in, put it back, put it big. Jesus. Put it in, quarter turn, the, hold it. The yellow one's all dried up now. <laughs> you hey, fucked Darren. it up. Why do I have to hold it if it dries so fast? The goddamn what, what? shower's leaking again. You're going to have to take that cross apart and fix it. <laughs> God damn it, Linda. How will people know? How are they going to know that we're good people? All right. The scumbag is fired upon from a shooter on the fire escape. You're wrong, Arnie yells. Arnie pushes the client out of the way, but ends up getting shot in the chest. Thankfully, he remembered his vest. Get up, you pussy, Pollock says. Shooter starts to head up the roofs. Chase begins. Are we believing that Kevin Pollock is a badass? I think Kevin Pollock's pretty good. I think he's got a... I don't know. I feel like he grew the goatee and put a hat on. And he's like, I'm a badass right now. But you've lived your life around the military. You know that the real badass guys look more like Kevin Pollock than they do Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt would have the cross in the back of his truck. Yeah, but his wouldn't have the purple glue sticking out of it because he would have ordered it off Etsy. Or his assistant would have. Isn't he related to Arnold? He married Arnold's daughter. Mm -hmm. That's right. I bet Arnold fucking hates that. Probably. (laughs) At the end of the day. I bet he acts, you know, he has to act cool. Like, your daughter married that guy. But I bet he goes home and... He fucking lights a cigar in the jacuzzi next to his mini pony, and he's like, fuck that guy. Why? Yeah. <laughs> so when she's like, we're going to get divorced, he was like, that's very sad. Well, at the, like, he probably is just like, I want a guy that I can have a cigar with. And Chris Pratt's probably like, oh, no, 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 I would never. And he's like, God damn it. <laughs> I just want to relax. I just want to fucking hang out. Yeah, I don't know if it's anything like that as much as it. Unless you think it's like, I think Chris Pratt is like so concerned with image. Like, I mean, Arnold is a marketing genius, but he always had like charisma and could open up. I feel like talking to Chris Pratt now would be just. Could have used some of that. Yeah. But I, f- I even Charisma? feel like Chris Pratt is from a a generation that would be like, I would never have a cigar. And Arnie is like a fucking bodybuilder. He's like, see, uh, 10 years ago, Chris Pratt, Pratt would have. Yeah, he started out as a dumpy fucking dumb dude on like Parks. They, they kind of, they're like, op- they're inverted, mm-hmm. right? Because... And then everyone's like, look how fucking good Chris Pratt looks. What'd you do? And he's like, I quit drinking beer. And I was like, fuck that guy. (laughs) But also already married into the Kennedy family. So there might be something of like, well, at least she stayed with like a celebrity or something. I, you know, 
we're coming 360 here, bro. JFK, first Catholic president. Kennedys are like got shot. They're like Arnold old. also got shot. Kennedys are like old school though. I mean, they would fucking drink before noon probably. I mean, like mm-hmm. they were true Catholics. <laughs> yeah, as long as you apologize. We really need a Danny duck on this on this episode. Yeah, Driver into a lake. Who gives a shit? I'll never know. The shooter heads up to the rooftops. Arnie orders the uh Hilo to come down in the intersection. He hops in with Pollock and they head up. Shooter runs across. He's shooting at the Hilo. Pilot says he can't land. Arnie decides Why? to strap in. <laughs> Why? Why can't you? Uh, it's a fucking huge uh, ass roof. The, uh, cro- crosswinds. Okay. Helicopter pilots in those. I watched this with Sam, and she was also like, why could he land in the intersection, but he couldn't get... Okay. Mm -hmm. It's tricky. Yeah, go, leave. It's a sweet science, the helicopter. All right. Arnie is dangling from the air. The helicopter takes off. He is now basically chasing the shooter. Shooter is running across the rooftop, is about to jump off. I guess to just finally kill himself. Why wouldn't he just shoot himself? But he's run, well, running away. Isn't his gun jam up? I think they show like a brief yeah, scene where yeah. he's kind of, he's trying to clear a cartridge out or something and it doesn't work. But he pulls out another gun later. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> just as he jumps off the roof, Arnie's able to grab this guy though. And we got us a little, little dangle off here. It's pretty sweet. Um, Despite Arnie saving this guy's life, the guy try, pulls out the gun and tries to shoot him. Me and Dan had a uh, dangle off before. <laughs> I won, I mean. Yeah, Dan won. Yeah, water's cold, water's deep yeah, it was, sort it was, of situation. It was summertime, summer dick, yeah. All right, Arnie drops this guy. Um, shooter falls. He uh, falls down a few stories but and through a glass roof, but his fall's broken by a newsstand. Um, Arnie repels down the rest of the way, takes off of him. Yeah, cushy-ass media. Fucking media, man. Symbolism here, dude. Should have been listening. Shooter takes off down into some weird subway passage. Arnie makes chase. Shooter, with nowhere to go, he starts to approach Arnie. The thousand years has ended. The dark angel is loose from his prison. You don't know what you've done. Arnie warns this guy, but ultimately has to pop a few in the dude's legs. Arnie checks for ID. He uncovers a priest's collar and also what? a matchbook to Spoda's. Whoa, what? what, dude? Wait, what? Whoa, that guy's a priest? He pockets the evidence. Ordained he online. Can, he wants a head start. CCH Pounder of the Shield fame shows up. She's Marge. She's the, the detective. Two times. Anybody else? Uh, Maybe one of these. Hey, Demon Knight. Ah, missing an Demon arm. Knight. Yep. Yeah. 360, Dan. All right. Oh. Uh, she drops the bombshell. She has Arnie. She goes, you still drinking? Duh. Duh. She tells him, that dude ain't got no fucking tongue. So how could he have said shit to you? You're saying that I imagined all this? I know what I heard. It was coming. Arnie and Pollock, they check the bars. They get a lead. Nine minutes in. 
<laughs> it came that late. Uh, Arnie gives this, you know, cool cop intuition speak to, uh, speech to Pollock, basically like, you know, drunk hangs out at a place long enough, eventually regulars, you know, had to carry him home or whatever. They go down into this flooded, disgusting-ass basement lair. How do you live like that? I mean, <laughs> no electricity. It's flooded. Like, just... It's living like the turtles, bro. Yeah. He's living worse than the turtles, dude. But they I are mean, turtles. By the way. This man used to live in the Vatican. This guy has the worst setup between him, the turtles, and the maniac cop. Like, everyone is living better than this guy. The maniac cop lair was, like, kind of nice. Clean. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. It was, I drank there. It was, like, underground, but there wasn't any, like, water flowing through at all. I yeah. mean, it was very... It was dry. It was nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad Bones finally picked his grimy pick for the the next category that mm-hmm. we had. Oh yeah, we got terrifying biblical shit all over the place. Signs and symbols drawn in blood. Real odd buff. <laughs> I have seen the earth laid to waste. I have seen the horror to come. Is it the sin to wish you were never born? The thousand years has ended. 27. Arnie finds a jar and a hole in the wall. This is the priest's tongue. Pollock decides to also check the fridge, and he's startled by a cat. Classic. He's got another jar. I don't know. Why are you putting a cat in the fridge, dude? That's kind of fucked up. See, I was going to ask why is the picture of the girl in a jar in the fridge, but do uh, you ask a better question? I should have been thinking about the... It's a real cat. Uh, Schrodinger's cat when you mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking shut it in her fridge like that. <laughs> 360 crown. Mm-hmm. Nice. We cut to Robin Tooney. She's at a cemetery resting fa- uh, flowers at her parents' graves. Mother died in 81. Father died in 84. Back at our lair, cops bust in. There's a quick standoff. Pollock almost lets out the info on the girl that they found, but uh, Arnie kind of nudges him, stops that. Marge does tell them that the priest's name is Thomas Aquinas. This is Thomas, the scroll priest from the beginning. Breaking news, Tom. <laughs> uh, he's been missing for hey, six Tom, months, she Tom says. here, uh, reporting on the Shit. fucking yep. end of the world happening. Tom, I've heard that um, the Dark Underlord is coming back. Uh, That's right, Tom. There's an incredible uh, amount of demonic presence happening here. Uh, Apparently, a man was assaulted in a men's room and is now the devil. Um, Tom, we're going to go over to you with the latest on the end of the world prep on what you can buy here on Amazon's uh, deal of the day. Thanks, Tom. We've been monitoring all the... uh the indie marketplace here on Amazon, as you know, most of the large retailers are sold out, but uh, you can still find condoms, dildos, and all sorts of lubricants from the Hanky Panky store. Ooh. You're going to want that when you're locked in with your loved ones. Have you seen these? Back to you, Tom. Tom? That sounds great, Tom. I'm here reporting from a underground bunker that a priest lived in. <laughs> all we have is a jar with a tongue in it. Back to you, Tom. Sorry to cut in, Tom. Uh, just uh, my cart instantly deleted itself. It looks like there is no more lube. I'm calling it. I'm biting off my own tongue. Son of a gun. 
Dry days, Tom. We're at the subway. Robin Tooney, this is Christine. And we're going to find this out in just a second because as she sits down, she's quickly bothered by the prodigy fire starter, the homeless man that we saw before. Rest in peace. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, he comes up, kind of just stands and stares at her. He's got a weird eye thing going on I won't make fun of, but uh, it's incredible casting. He's creepy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gives him some money. He starts to tell her, uh, he's coming for you, Christine. He's going to fuck you. Can you see him? Christine freaks the fuck out, touches the guy's hand or arm. She wants to know how he knows his, her name. He instantly breaks apart and falls to the floor. But not before the uh, his head breaks away because he's allowed to say one last time, he's going to fuck you, Christine. But this was only a, a vision. She's freaking out, and the rest of the passengers just sort of stare on. I just assume that this is a daily occurrence in a New York subway. We're back in Arnie's apartment. He hits, he hits the booze right away. Quick check of the bruises on his chest. A thousand years has ended, he says to himself. Goes to the closet, pulls out a box, finds the Bible. He also sees a music box. Brings on a few tears. 27. When the thousand years has ended, Satan shall be loosed from his prison. Christine arrives home. She calls her shrink, Dr. Abel. Guys, Dr. Abel is Udo, the Satanist priest from before. He talks her down, tells her to take another Xanax. Perfect 360. (laughs) Again. His visions are all in your head, he says. Christine's stepmother, she comes in. This is the Satanist nurse. God damn. Hey, she did her job. She raised her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a hell of a nurse. Christine starts to lament her condition and her vision. She just wants to have a normal life. Arnie shows up to the priest's previous church. He's met with disdain from the head priest, Kovac. Rod Steiger, I believe is this actor. This priest turns just immediately to yelling and start questioning Arnie's faith in God. We have a difference in opinion, Arnie says. I thought my wife and daughter should live. He thought otherwise. Kovac mentions a girl, but not much else. Tries to kick Arnie out, and he heads downstairs. Arnie quickly follows him into another terrifying basement. We got a stigmata. It's the third this week, one of the priests says. Same Was Thomas a part of this? Tie in to Stigmata, the movie mm-hmm. we discussed earlier from 1999 as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, Stigmatas were so hot. Yeah, in 99, if you didn't Second have a chick stigmata. that had Stigmata, bro, get out of here. You know who uh, brought him back was Verhoven. And yes, it's, it's like, Ish. hey, you must wait like 20 years though. You got yeah. four ex. You got four extra you holes. You can't I do can two in. in one fucking year. It's, it's too much. Well, it, you lose the the reality of the stigmata. Uh, Polly V, I liked your approach to make the stigmata a little sexier than it ever had been. It's a naturally sexy thing. Mm-hmm. In the most holes we, that you can add to a female. Are we talking about the nun lesbian right? movie? Mm-hmm. Bene- yes. Benedetta. If that's what you want to reduce it to. It's a nun. Lesbians and shitting, yeah, that's and shishering. Well, that's kind of what it is. Banishing and ish. Well, they they do pull out a dildo. Mm-hmm. 
I've seen Benedetta. I don't know if Kron knows that. Everything is Shadildo if you're <laughs> wheeling. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. That's a great that's, point. That's, Poly a scary, that's a scary thought, Mr. Verhoeven. Speaking of which, I've had a tough time at the Amazon Marketplace getting my sexual supplies. Everything's sold show. out right now. Yeah. It's Y2K, all the Y2Ks Breaking coming, news, Tom. Breaking news, Tom. Paul Verhoeven is dry. Oh, God, if it can happen to Polly V, it can happen to anybody. <laughs> Tough times we're living in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so sad. God. Polly, so, what, what are you working on right now, man? I'm taking some time after too much, uh, you know, work with uh, Catholic Church, you know. Mm-hmm. Shaman Rushdie, you know, he was just a oh, assassination attempt. Up, dude. That was fucked up, so, you know, it's like, I'm not fucking with uh, God people no more right mm-hmm. now, so. We get a lay low. We're probably going to be uh, high targets after this episode's released, so. Yeah, it's probably not good that I, uh, I'm also broadcasting a signal to heaven. <laughs> yes. Okay, it was, oh, good, it was good talking to you, sir. I mean, get him, get him out of here. No, it's all right. You have to hit the inch thing for me to you leave. You have to no, hit no, end. You have to. You have to do it because you're going to. You're c- here until you hit in. <laughs> you're going to leave, grab a cup of coffee, and in 15 minutes you're going to come back in here and you're going to realize we're still doing this show, and you're going to come right back in. If you don't hit it, it's rude because you out stand up and no, you sh- and it's awkward. I have to move. Well, the, you could uh, just put pants. Keyboard. You could just put pants on for when you stand up. You yeah, don't yes, have to. I I, I told you, Beethoven, very dry. I need to air. It's summertime. You're all right, bro. It's so dry you down don't here. Got it's the like summertime and it's another Dune reference. You don't mm-hmm. got summertime, Dick and Deutschland. No, it's, uh, it's winter over here. I don't. It's different part of the world. That's how the hemispheres <laughs> work, Dan. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, I need to go back to college. All right, thank you, Paulie V. Love you, Paul. Uh. Third stigmata this week. Arnie busts in. Was, was uh, Thomas a part of this? There are forces at work that you possibly can't understand. Uh, please why, leave. Why would you just have this just going on down here? Like, what a job that is. Well, where else should they do it? I mean, the, at least at least in the exorcist, they put her in a basement. fucking room. The I mean, most, you went to the lady's house. The most important question is, why aren't you locking the door behind you? <laughs> yes, yeah. true. They need a uh, uh, a blind guard that can sniff out hate. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now they're like, we're an open book. <laughs> Here's the book where we move this guy to this city to. <laughs> yeah, come on down to the basement and see what we're doing down here. Listeners, just next time you go to church, just see if you can go downstairs. Mm-hmm. Just try. Just always yeah. try to go lower. Just just try to open the door. I'm not I don't want you to get in trouble and go downstairs. I don't know what's down there, but just let it report back. You might not come back. Our church basement door is locked. And listeners, if we offended you because you're Catholic, we still love you. Rate and review us, please. Because you I know tell we you about have the time I saw a bumper sticker and it said, I'm a catholic and I vote. And I realized that they just got the spacing wrong, and it meant to say, I'm a Catholic, and I vote. 
I remember we went to my grandmother's funeral, who's Catholic, and these are like three-day affairs. Hell Mary's everything. And then my brother just gets up and does communion. <laughs> like, you can't, you're not allowed to, you can't fucking do that. He's like, oh, I just got up and did it. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> He's like, they didn't stop me. I was like, how did it I taste? I don't think they charge you on the way out if you're. He's like, eh, it just tasted bland. <laughs> yeah, you just get up and do it, and then you walk out of the church. <laughs> Nobody they- can question you. Oh, I love when I go to a Catholic wedding and I'm just sitting there. And yeah, you get they to look just at you weird. Stand, you stand, you sit and you're there like, and stare at the people in line. I'm like, not, oh, I'm all right. I'm mm-hmm. not Catholic. And then they look at you even weirder and you're like, oh, shit, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, uh, sorry to burst your guys' bubble, but I was just following you for all the times that I should stand versus kneel. So, <laughs> can we not kneel anymore, please? Yeah. Come on. P- just pick one. I'm 30. And also with six. you. And also with you. And also with you. Could we COVID, do a, I'm, I'm not could, shaking your hand. Could we stand for 30 minutes and then kneel for 30 minutes rather than switch it up every two minutes? I mean, I don't know. Oh, I, could, I couldn't I could do that. It's, no way it I could just stand stand there for 30 minutes. You've gone to a concert before, right? I mean, <laughs> you've- I'm at least, at least rocking out. All right. Kind of hard to rock out to Latin that I don't understand. Not for me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking rage. Know. I'm so excited about Russian circles, dude. Like, fucking can't wait. Oh, it's going to be good. Fucking be good. can't fucking wait. All right, Satan starts taking in all the sights. You got 30 Rock. He's got the ice rink. Uh, he starts following some red signals that are painted around the city. Finally arrives at Dr. Abel's apartment. And knocks on the door. Abel is pretty fucking calm considering he just met his satanic overlord. It's like like an old friend. Kind of knew it was coming, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, it takes Satan all of forty five seconds to immediately seduce uh, Abel's wife and daughter. Cut to a quick side by side with some Limp Biscuit in the soundtrack. It's a crazy scene. This no, is <laughs> yes. This is bonkers. This one we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this is one I remember as well. Yeah, yeah. This I, I was like. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the guy with the hair and this scene are the two things I remembered from this movie. All right, so buckle up, listener. All right, so while Satan is giving it to the mom, the daughter is just to the side doing her own thing. Eventually, as the camera's kind of flipping around, kind of that sort of not quite the Fight Club sex camera, it's close. But as his camera starts to move around, eventually, like, the, the... Mother and the daughter, they start to merge. First, it's like they're, you see three or four legs. They kind of merge into three. The the rest of the body kind of comes up. And then eventually, those two merge into Christine, who we cut to waking up in terror. Don't you think they should have set this to Mrs. Robinson by Simon and Garfunkel? (laughs) I don't know how much it cost in the 90s, but, you know. It's pretty pricey, I bet. Yeah, probably. you, Mrs. Robinson. That would have been so cool if they cut to that. You can do it, Cron. Just send it to us. Yeah, I'll re-edit the movie. Why do they got to merge with each other? That's 
I mean, if I'm because if I'm doing mom daughter, I don't, I don't. I guess you're already there. Yeah, well, I, I I also just think it's meant to to go from him doing it with them. Yeah, I th- I honestly think it's a less weird that they merge together and form a new person because if you just leave it as mother daughter, that's yeah, that's worse in a way. Why? Also, is he is he practicing? Like, why? does he want it to be good with Christine? Like, that's is it what I was asking? Why did he do this anyway? I yeah. think he's just Satan. He just likes. He likes fucking. I mean, as soon as he gets into a human body, he's like, I got to go grab a titty now. So. <laughs> I, you'd think you'd want to save up a little bit, you know? I would get you nothing You know, you got date done. night this weekend. You kind of want to. You don't want to pop as soon as you. <laughs> I guess. I guess you want to pop the easy one off. Yeah. Yeah. But you just Fair got enough. in the body. You know, you want to, like, see what you're working with. But why you can't get it like a 56-year-old man? Huh? Why can't he fuck a 56-year-old man? No, he went into the body of a 56-year-old man. That dude's not shooting ropes. Like, get a fucking... You don't know. I guess so. that's true. I mean, 99, Viagra's popping off right now, so... At that time. Maybe that's why he picked him. Yeah. yeah, they probably had that unregulated Viagra at that point. Mm-hmm. All right, stepmom comes in. She kind of... We're sponsored by Hems this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she tries to console Christine here. Gives a cryptic look to the butler. Satan shows up to the hospital, but he is stopped by a cop. The young boys that you seduce have left their scent upon you. Remember who it is that you serve. So this is a pedo cop. And he's cop quickly steps aside and lets the Dark Lord in. Uh, Satan said, enters Thomas. You're getting on room. to me? Really? Uh, he walks in, immediately lights up a smoke, starts taunting Thomas. You must know exactly what I'm going to do to you. Kind of, I'm not sure what the the airbag thing, I guess it's something for maybe oxygenating him without having to put a mask on his face or something. Um, I feel like... Maybe they couldn't tube him because of the tongue thing. I feel like they just really... They just needed to finch it up here, bro. Oh, there's definitely really, influence on it. Yeah. Um, he taunts him a little bit, but we cut away. We now see Arnie and Pollock. They enter the hospital room with Marge. Uh, immediately find Thomas crucified up on the ceiling. He's got like a belt across his head. He's got uh, scissors and scalpels piercing his hands and feet. Very proud of this one. Yeah. I don't think that would hold you up. A scalpel? I mean, Satan strength. I guess, but... But I... Yeah, you're talking very little surface area. Seems physically impossible. Like, I think Satan would still have to, you know, work in the world at this point, so... (laughs) Yes, gravity still exists. Mm -hmm. But only Stay for a the few more days. hell away from me. I know that song. Satan's watching TV through a storefront. He's bumped into a, uh, a fucking tough teen on a skateboard here. I like your shirt, Satan says. Screw you, man. Screw you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Kid skates off, but Satan whispers, hey, kid. Kid turns back, taking his eyes off the road and immediately hit by a city bus. Nice shirt. It did say like, hail Satan or I think whatever, it said something. Satan rules. Satan rules. Yeah. And this city and it, bus did not do what it was supposed to do. It just bounces them off. It should have just clobbered this fucking kid. She had some blood and guts, bro. Yeah, I'm sure that was probably a decision. Like, we already have so much violence in here. Maybe, like, let's just bump the kid off the bus. I mean, skateboard. Hey, hey, um, Kevin, we already have a mother-daughter fuck scene where they merge together. Do you think it's really necessary to splatter the kid all over the sidewalk? Listen, Universal's going to give you the mother-daughter side-by-side or the city bus pole pulverizing so i mean you're, shoes. you're talking realistic here mm-hmm. at the you end pick, of the day sir. we always knew we wanted the mother daughter side by side the 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 pulverizing was a bargaining chip that we yeah that's that's <laughs> i mean this isn't any great they never really wanted that they just put that in so they would forget yeah, about we, the other thing we made Kevin. the we made the pulverizing a 15 minute scene in the original cut so we could just cut it out completely mm-hmm. kevin you didn't come anywhere close to the cinematic masterpiece of pinocchio's revenge which actually has a broom stick into a spoke of a bicycle sorry who is kevin in that is that the director <laughs> Is this the writer, I guess. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you were talking Kevin Pollack and I got confused. I lost a bit. Sorry. There's some corn in the scorn here. Is this Camel Song? This is it. We're done. So <laughs> it's our last episode. Why? Okay. You're losing bits. Can't be losing bits. Uh, yeah, it is corn. I don't know. Um, I didn't even record. What was the Limp Biscuit song? Uh, oh shit, Jonathan Davis. Please, please don't. <laughs> Too many guests. Uh, I think it is Camel Song. Did you guys have the End of Day soundtrack? I think my buddies no. did. It was a me, it was a big soundtrack. M and M on me it. Me and Bones yeah. are your buddies, and I don't think we had it. So. I'm talking about who, this is, who the um, fuck are you talking about, Dan? <laughs> this movie reminds me of my buddy uh, Lurch because he was actually flying back to the United States on New Year's 1999, and he was like, "Oh shit, man! Like Y2K? What if the fucking plane like falls out of the sky?" And I was like, "Oh man!" Yeah, the pilots just instantly fall asleep. <laughs> When it crosses over from 99 to 00, zero, the pilots pass out, dude. But yeah, this is one of the major soundtracks. This is um, Spawn, uh, End of Days, Lost Highways, um, Scream 3. Freddy versus Jason would be a few years later, and that was a, that was like peak new metal like soundtrack tie-in. Uh, what was that Carpenter Mars movie? The Ghost, Ghost of Mars. Yeah, Ghost of Mars. I think that's like an all new metal. Right. And I loved that they, uh, I think Eminem is on the end of day soundtrack. They always like try to pepper in 
Well, really, some of that too. I remember as a when Eminem came out, they had his album in like rock. It wasn't in hip hop. No, they knew what they were. They knew what they were doing. So, just put that down there. Satan meets Udo at an abandoned theater. That's about the extent of that scene. We'll move on. <laughs> Back at the hospital room, uh, a doctor notices some Latin that's cut into Thomas's skin. Christ in New York is the only English that they can kind of make out. Thomas shocks awake. This guy is fucking hard to kill. But then uh, our pedo cop just instantly shoots him. Arnie's walking with Kevin Pollock and then immediately deciphers. What if it's not Christ in New York? What if it's Christine York? Good thing. Let's check Good thing the you got there. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> At 360. Took all of 15 seconds. It is Christine York. They check the DMV and they find her. Well, also, Christine- right. is there only one Christine York in all of New York City? I would imagine there are like a hundred. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's got to be a ton. Bones, you do have an ear that is the camel song. Yep. We have Everlast, So Long. Uh, Limp Biscuit song was called Crushed. Crush, yeah. Uh, we got Guns and Roses. It's all about oh the nookie. Oh, my God. Uh, it's all about the mother-daughter nookie. The Prodigy uh, was also on the soundtrack. Smack my bitch up. It's called Poison. Uh, we got the Super Beast Girl on the Motorcycle Mix by Rob Zombie. I don't like that one. Uh, Dig bad- through the ditches and burn. <laughs> nah, that's that's Dragula. We got. I'm just uh, doing uh, the hits that I know. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We got "Bad Influence" by Eminem. Yep. Uh, I'm Slim Shady. Yes, I'm real shady. <laughs> All right. We got "Nobody's Real" by Power Man Five Thousand. Nobody's real, and I'm willing to let you know. We saw them live. Yeah, we did. Nobody's real, but the really. Right, here's a good one. Uh, Sugar Cane by <laughs> Sonic <laughs> Youth. <laughs> Sonic Youth. Get the fuck out of here. I couldn't name it. You, you ruined it. Yeah. I, I, and then. I can't think of one <laughs> other song, so. <laughs> I like that Nobody's Real song. It's got that. <laughs> like Seinfeld bass and. <laughs> and then our, our very last track 12 would be Creed with Wrong Way. With arms wide open. Rest between her tits, but I'm staring at her. It's affected up. Wrong Way was a sublime song. Mm-hmm. You know what is genuinely a good song? Is the first track. Off of Weathered by Creed. Song is that Bullets? Bullets. Genuinely a good song. I was in a store. They have like six good songs. I think I was in like a I, Sam Gouldy. <laughs> Sam, Sam Goody? <laughs> Sam Goody and that song was playing and I was like, well, who the fuck is this? And the guy was like, it's Creed. And I was like, look at me. No, it's not. And he's like, yeah, dude, look it's fucking me. Creed. Holy shit. Yeah. In my head. In my head. There are forces all around me. 
Cron, at 7.45 tomorrow morning, you'll get a fucking Spotify link. Yeah, all the end of days bangers. Yeah. Bones hasn't gone to sleep. He's just been putting this list together. I'm going to do some crank and listen to this thing tonight. While email I from Bones at like 2.43 in the morning the other day. Mm-hmm. It's like, what yeah, that's when I finished at. That was a weird day, man. That sounds about have right. You ever, have you ever had one of those like you got home from work and took a nap and then you woke up and it was midnight? Yeah, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I fell asleep around 5.30 and then I woke up at 11.30 like, <gasps> like shocked awake. And Sam was like, are you fine? Are you sick? I was like, I don't know. So I took a COVID test the next day and I was fine. But so I just got up and edited. Nobody cares. All right. Uh, thank you for all you do. Thank you. They get to Christine's place, but not before Christine is attacked by a bunch of home invaders. These goons, they, uh, they kill the butler. They grab Christine. They hold her down. And, uh, Oh, but not before she's able to just very easily throw a nightstand through a window. Yeah. Now, guys, it looks like Christine's pretty well off. Mm -hmm. That nightstand is fucking real wood. That thing is 80 pounds. Yeah. Um, She chunks that through the window. All right. Now, while these guys are holding her down, one of them starts to perform the last rites. These dudes are fucking priests. As Arnie and Pollock, they arrive, they see the broken glass, they run in. We got a shootout, boys. So two goons uh, shooting at Arnie and Pollock while the one is upstairs trying to do the last rites. Arnie wrestles one of the goons, tosses him down a stairwell. Christine manages to fight off her goon, get away. And what does she grab to fight off this fucker? Goddamn fire poker. Add it to the list. Get a list going, boys. Uh, the goon that Pollock was fighting, he jumps out of a window. The one that uh, Arnie threw down the stairs, he manages to get up and take off. Arnie makes it upstairs, uh, fights off the the last goon. That guy takes off, but not before Arnie is able to grab a necklace or amulet off of him. Arnie comforts Christine. We're the good guys. They call the cops. Arnie can barely say ambulance. It's pretty funny. This is a a movie where Arnold is staring at just weird objects throughout. Arnold is acting his fucking ass off in this movie, dude. Like he, it's like he had the two years off and I, I, I think he was like, I want to push. I enjoy acting. I want to be back in it. So I bet he was like looking for something, and this was like, this is different. This is dark. Like I get to really try. Like he he's got some faces of longing and a lot of quiet moments. I think he tries like to we're... push a lot of like Arnie stuff. Like there are so many attempted oh, like one liners in this movie that it, well, I'm I'll roll yeah. with Kron there because I feel like we're adding action. Because we got Arnold now, mm-hmm. like okay, we gotta we gotta add some here. We gotta add something here. I feel like I this was a straight acting job of a cop, an atheist cop, whose daughter and 
our wife was killed. I feel like it was that, but then I feel like, oh shit, we got Arnold now, so we got to throw a helicopter in, of course. I don't, I, I don't know because you've got the. Unless you just rewrote that whole thing, you need the attempted suicide. That gets him started. Yeah, but it was so or, not the suicide, the like, um, quick the assassination. Then, well, I've, the suicide too is just so like there's that one little scene and that's it. Yeah, I like Crown. What you were saying, like trying to push the one liners and stuff. I'm sure he's just he probably comes to them and goes. It's still an Arnold movie, right. so people are going to expect X amount. So it'd be, I think the balance is pretty good. Like he doesn't do it. He doesn't say like "I'll be back," mm-hmm. but he gets like in in the character way. I think it's fine. Yeah, but like the drinking of the shake, or what that I'll take my Glock better, over though. the Bible. Well, I think there are one-liners, though, where he's like, there's a shooter on the roof. Like, there are just so many, you know, like, cuts to him to be like, all right, now give us a fucking line to, like, get into the, you know, action bit of the movie. And I think, like I said, the one-liners, his normal one-liners might have made it fucking even cooler. It is kind of a weird middle ground of like we got Arnold, but we don't like we don't want to use him that way. But at the same time, it's like I don't know, man. It's just I feel like they either needed a different guy as the leading person, or they needed to lean more into we have Arnold. Arnold. Yeah, it's not Arnold enough. Mm-hmm. Which I get. He's. Like you said, acting. So, uh, for some reason, I think that made me respect it a little bit. I mean, I I would hope that you guys at least respect and or acknowledge, like, okay, he tried, right? But, yeah, for sure. And so, I get what you're saying that either totally lean into it, but if you did, he would stand out even more. Because in my memory of this movie, it was always it's sh- it shouldn't be Arnold. It's it. You sh- it's not in the the tops of what an Arnold movie should be. It should have been somebody else. I I can't even think. Tom Cruise doesn't seem to fit. Uh, it well. Um, I guess it just feels like to me like they came to the writer at some point in the process and they said, "Hey, we've landed on Arnold Schwarzenegger." And the writer looked at them and said, "I don't do rewrites." <laughs> they were like, "Okay." <laughs> Like he he wouldn't go along with like, hey, we got Arnold. Can you kind of put this into his wheelhouse? And I'm I'm sorry, you Dan, I'm not love this writer. Why? And this writer's actually connected to one of the guests that already appeared on this episode here. Hmm. Um. I don't know. It'd be one thing if like. If you told me, all right, the shooter scene in the script, he doesn't hang from the helicopter. But they go, all right, it's Arnold. How do we build this out be- to make it a little bit more actiony? You know, the end, the ending of like, you can't just have Arnold just with a pistol. He's got to have a grenade launcher. It's like if you up that, 
I could see that conversation. But it also feels but, like the heart thing was a factor because I feel like the helicopter is there, but it's there should have been more with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, if it was if it was five years before, it had been something. Been, this had been a ten minute sequence. Yeah, yeah, and the subway scene would have been a hell of a lot more. Well, every movie you pick ends up in a subway. In so. a subway, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have a whole new line of uh, fresh subway subs uh, that are coming out. Uh, the chicken onion teriyaki. They're not paying us. Fuck that. Uh, don't yeah. eat that fucking Sh- yoga mat fuck bread, dude. I'm cutting that fuck bullshit. Fuck you, Subway. Out. It's all sand anyway, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Arnie tries to comfort Christine. He says, uh, we're the good guys. He notices a bunch of religious books in the hallway. And then just immediately starts invading Christine's space, touching her music box and shit. It catches her in the closet trying to pop a Xanax. She says, they comfort me. Do you want one? No, sure. I drink. Arnie starts to question her, but she, he doesn't really get anything of note. Ask her if she knows anything about uh, Thomas Aquinas. What does that mean? He's confused by the attempt to perform the last rites. On his way out, he snags one of the books. Outside, Pollock is waiting in a van. He questions why they have to watch the house. Watching rich people for free just seems odd. Nurse is on the phone with Udo. Udo fails in attempting to convince the nurse to bring Christine to Satan at their theater altar. Udo breaks the news to Satan, who immediately just punches through Udo's head. So is that the second or third movie I've brought to the podcast that involves somebody having their head punched through? I think it's the coolest shot of this whole movie. Just, yeah. (laughs) It's so fast. Yeah, it punches right through his skull. It's awesome. I mean, the, the Greasy Strangler punched a dude's face in too so yeah but that turned it into like a butthole this just fucking caves the skull right in (laughs) yeah it looks way cooler dan i'm sorry fuck arnie runs back to the house he knocks he wants to show christine something that he found in the book um while he's doing this satan arrives outside and takes a little piss this was a Memory that stood out as well. This ain't this ain't piss though. Inside, Artie's telling Christine about the amulet that he pulled off the goon. He admits to being a former cop. Uh, they find that the amulet belongs to a certain sect of Vatican knights. They're supposed to be the good guys. What the fuck? Um, Christine has a flash. I think it's like maggots or bugs or something in the apple that she's eating. She freaks out. She says, "I'm sorry. I see things sometimes." Artie says, "No, I saw it too." Now, Satan's piss is flammable, dudes. He lights up another smoke as the piss begins to trickle towards Pollock's van. He lights this thing aflame just as Pollock steps out. Boom. Multiple cars flip. The windows in Christine's place blow out. Nurse runs in. Now, this is just a shocking scene here. The nurse catches Arnie off guard. And is able to kind of toss him around the room a little bit. Whips his ass. Smashes him with a statue. Pushes a piano into him up against a wall. Finally, Arnold has enough and just throws her ass through a glass coffee table. It looks pretty great. 
they try to run away right as Satan calls to Christine. He walks through the flames up the stairs. Job? Yeah. They take off. Uh, Satan finds the nurse and is immediately disappointed in her. Uh, he punishes her by forcing a piece of the glass further into her neck. Easy on the hardware. Uh, down in the alley, Marge and the pedo cop, they catch Arnie. They start shooting at him. More what the fuck. Arnie is not convinced that Christine doesn't know anything about what's going on. But they just want the girl, so they attempt to shoot Arnie. But he, uh, he whips out his forearm guns, shoots them both. They take off. Satan comes back. He revives Marge. He doesn't need the pedo cop anyway. While running away, I think they're in the park in the woods somewhere. Arnie demands some answers. Christine drops her Xanax and shit. The guy on the stairs, who is he? I've seen him before. Christine shares her dreams, says, I've seen this guy my whole life. At the church. Arnie busts in, starts yelling at Kovac. Your Vatican Knights almost killed her. Vatican Knights, Kovac says. All right, he leads him back down into their stigmata basement. Starts telling that according to scripture, he can't see in here. So they have a little bit of protection. Now, these stigmata immigrants, she's been healed. The power of prayer, Kovac says. They could have just ridden out the rest of the movie in this basement, basically. Like, if they had not left, they could have just kind of coasted. If, yeah, if Arnie yeah. had not left, yep. <laughs> Um, during this back and forth, we get the revelation that, uh, the number of the beast isn't six, six, six. It's nine, nine, nine. Because in dreams, she is upside down. Whoa, dude. <laughs> yeah. So nine, 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 Wait, that marks the year of his return. 1999. Does she, she have a daughter in this movie? Does that mean in my dreams, I'm actually surfing on the fucking ceiling, dude? That's fucking wild. Whoa, dude. Maybe I wasn't walking on the moon. Oh, dude. Come on now. Kovac's flipping through this book, and they come across some images. You recognize any of this shit? Christine nods. She reveals her mark. She's been chosen. He's in your blood. Every thousand years, Satan comes back up. He takes a body, and he bones in that unholy hour right before New Year's Eve. If he is able to bone down, he will bring upon. Is that the what end everybody does? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not trying to fucking kiss at midnight. I'm trying to fucking <laughs> dick down, dude. <laughs> I want to pop right as that fucking ball drops, dude. Dick down. Yeah. I want my balls dropping when the fucking mm -hmm. New York City ball drops. Hey, babe, you going to let me dick down tonight? Mm -hmm. Let me ring in the new year, right? Uh, sorry, we have a store cat who is uh, now whipping. All right, get it the fuck These out of here. These goddamn right. hellcats. <laughs> uh, this shit doesn't really have to do with New Year's Eve, though. Kovac basically says it's a temporary celestial alignment Gregorian monks studied the heavens and calculated the precise moment, and our calendar was built upon that. If the devil does exist, why doesn't your God do anything? He's not my God, he's our God. Arnie says, I'll choose my Glock over your Bible. Satan's greatest trick was convincing man he didn't exist. Great casting on Kovac. 
Christine doesn't want Arnie to leave, but uh, eventually he's like, you're safer with me, but I'm leaving. That's also a line from um, The Usual Suspects, which features uh, Kevin Pollack and uh, Gabriel there. Yep. Uh, Christine ultimately decides to stay here with the Catholics. We cut to the, the, the Pope being informed. He doubles down on the need to protect her. Give me the fucking guys, keys, you fucking cocksucker. You have earned your pee break. Give me the fucking pee break, you fucking cocksucker. Well, welcome back. Hope you had a nice pee break. If you're um if you forgot what happened. Arnie parted ways with Christine at the church. The Pope had been informed. Looks like Satan's going to bone down. Unless we can stop him. Um, I don't want to stop him, Bones. <laughs> what else happened in that first half? Uh, we both got, well, you and I both got attacked by cats. Uh, mm-hmm. Dan hasn't spilt any beer this episode. That's good. No. Give it time. No. Give it time. We've had some nice new metal soundtrack discussion. This has been pretty fun. I hope, I, I, I hope people are still listening. Because it seems like my episodes don't do very well. So I wonder what that hey, is. Hey, thanks everyone for downloading uh, The Lawnmower Man. <laughs> and Apocalypto, apparently. Mm-hmm. All right. We are now back at Arnie's apartment. To what I believe is the best sequence of the movie. Oh, we've already discussed that guy getting his skull punched in. So I don't know why you're saying this now. That's yeah. the cool. Man, and that's I the best. Violence. I didn't see this any is, pigeons in his apartment either. Yeah, this is bullshit. All right, Satan shows up. Arnie's still a bit reluctant to believe uh, what Satan's bringing down, but Satan starts bringing images of Arnie's wife and daughter. Starts making him relive their last days. We already know what he's done with the other wife and daughter shit. Yep. Um, it's, a, it's a peaceful night. Daughter's taking a bath. Wife's helping her out. Daughter happened to say, uh, happens to say, like, daddy never comes home. He always breaks his promises. Oh, and uh, to make matters worse, it's, it's the fucking Christmas season. Arnie knows it isn't real, but he can't help but watch it. Satan eventually recreates the break-in that leads to the murder of Arnie's wife and daughter. Satan starts to question God's motives in allowing this to happen. Arnie's forced to relive it. He sees the bloody bedroom and the music box. Satan offers to reunite him if only Arnie gives over the girl. Arnie continues resists or continues resisting he punches a mirror you will never see the girl you're a fucking choir boy compared to me a choir boy you're in touch with your anger i like that satan he's trying to connect to him you walked away from the light just like me now i didn't grow up religious but i know enough that uh satan was one of the first angels right and disliked that god sort of chose humanity over the angels and in that disagreement satan was cast out i believe he was the final blow was from michael right 
Michael. Michael. I, I only bring that up because it's important later. Yes, but you are correct, Bones, yes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, Satan goes on. When something good happens, it's his will. When something bad happens, he works in mysterious ways. Satan starts to compare the end of days as a change in management. Arnie, he's had enough. He says, I want you to go to hell. Satan picks him up. Sometimes hell comes to you. Satan slams Army, uh, Arnie up against the wall. Army hammer. Smashes him up against... What? Ar- <laughs> yeah. Army Ar- hammer? Yeah. yeah. Army hammer. <laughs> Starts to take a bite out of him. Mm-hmm. Dude was almost Batman. Thank God. In the newest bite one? Man. Uh, he was almost in George Miller's Justice League. Oh, okay. Which... God damn, that would have been fucking awesome. But George Miller's Justice League, that is. Thank God Army Hammer wasn't Batman. All right. He starts smashing him up against the wall. Arnie pulls out his gun, shoots him. Don't fuck up the coat, Satan says. Shows that his skin uh, starts to quickly heal. Do we need that? Yes. He's made out of. He's all, you, you, he you need to show through a head like we. Okay, I don't need to see the to show his heal. his strength, but you need to show that he can heal up. He's mm-hmm. safe. So it. They just didn't show us his. But he's uh, in a, a body. His adamantium claws. <laughs> oh man, Satan with fucking Wolverine claws. Mm-hmm. Unstoppable. Wolverine is Satan. Well, Magneto could stop. That would be such a cool run of the comics if they made Wolverine the devil. Like biblical X-Men? Yeah. Copyrighted right here on the Five Day Reynolds podcast. You can have it. Cyclops is an actual Cyclops. (laughs) Are there Cyclops in the Bible? No, but... There's unicorns. Are you just saying... Are there unicorns in the Bible? We're blend- Unicorn is mentioned like 23 times in the Bible. We're blending in Greek mythology, too. <laughs> that's a true statement. Okay. Not the mythology, but the unicorns. He tosses Arnie out the window, but Arnie is able to catch himself. His hand is all slashed up by some glass at the bottom. It's fucked up. He's managing to hold on, though. Satan makes him an offer. Just take my hand. Take my hand. Give over the girl. I'll give it all back. Arnie pulls that old classic, okay, I'll uh, I'll take your help, reaches up his hand, Satan goes to grab him, Arnie reaches up even further, grabs him by his fucking belt, throws Satan out the window. Now, Satan could fly earlier, but I guess in this form, cannot. Why doesn't he- And he falls. And- shouldn't he have to like go to a new body at this point? That's what I thought should happen. I mean- Ultimately, his body must be uh, ripped apart in order for him to finally give up on it. I mean. That's what I'm saying. At the end, I'm like, you, you fucking heal bullet wounds, but. I think he was kind of beyond repair with the grenade launcher. We'll get there. All right. He smashes him in. Uh, yeah, he fucking lands on top of a pretty nice Ford Bronco. don't know if you guys noticed that. Uh, Artie climbs back in. Just Pollock shows up, but Arnie thought he was dead. In order to check him, he's like, uh, uh, he fucking shoots him in the arm to make sure you're bleeding. Of course I'm bleeding. You fucking shot me. 
Stop being such a pussy. It's a scratch. <laughs> Arnie's beginning to re- uh, regret leaving Christine there. Pollock convinces him, all right, we'll get her out of town. Let me go grab a striker car. I'll meet you at the church. Just tell me when and where. A little reluctant, Arnie tells him. Cut to Kovac with Christine. Um, oh, Kovac tells her, hey, because there's a very specific hour that he needs you, we just got to get past that, so we're going to have you here for a, a little bit. Then a different cardinal shows up with the group of Vatican Knights from before. Immediately, they attempt to sacrifice Christine. Kovac and this cardinal, they're arguing. They're given last rites. They're about to slash her throat when Arnie shows up, shoots the cardinal in the hand. We're not afraid to die. Good, because I'm not afraid to kill you. Well, and they're, Kovac orders the duo. They're really just trying to kill her because it's like if you take her out, Satan can't spawn a, a baby, I guess. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Thank you for clearing that up, Kron. That is that is their intent. They are just simply trying to stop Satan from being able to bone down on her. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes it kind of seems like at the beginning of the film that this girl is the spawn of Satan. I think she's yeah. just been marked as like she's marked because she is the breeder. one she's born at the right time under that celestial alignment. Yeah. To to breed to a satanic seed. Yeah, to deliver Satan's baby. Okay. I mean, they don't really say that. It's just that if he consummates. Yeah. Because, I mean, has that been, that's been done though, right? Like that. Yeah, I've done it twice. I mean. Okay. Yeah. I do it all the time. I smile a lot, boys. Um. All right, Kovac finally orders the um, – uh, he, he tells the two to run off, Arnie and, and Christine. But they manage to get out just before Satan shows up. Uh, the prayers and crucifixes are fucking useless from Satan. Not he today, up, Satan. Yeah, just grabs a crucifix from one guy that runs out and does the stereotypical – That's the best Like part. the power of Christ compels you. He grabs right a crucifix and right through the head. They even say something like, hey, you're not supposed to be in here. And he's like, uh, yeah, I can stand a little pain. Like, it's fine. Out in the alley, Arnie and Christine, they are jumped by another or a much larger group of Satanists. So this, it's not just fucking New upper York. West End rich people. Like, they've got street toughs in this Satanist gang as well. Yeah, Maybe almost, I want to go to New York. Almost Prince of Darkness level. Uh, yep. I didn't see no monster dog in there. But Alice Cooper was pissed. He's like, really, guys? Mm-hmm. This is like a one world back. I was born for. Just call it Prince of Darkness 2 and put me in. Yeah. I'll kill somebody with a uh, uh, pogo a stick. Oh, pogo, yeah. <laughs> Let me pierce him with a pogo stick. I'll kill him this time with a unicycle. That that song would fit perfect over that. And how about this? What if the lead song is "School's Out Forever"? Yeah, dude. No school end of days. Mm-mm. 
Who gives a shit? Pollock shows up with a car. Christine gets in. But fucking Pollock locks the door. Keeps Arnie from getting in. He pulls away. Arnie tries to T-1000 the back of the car, but Pollock just does a little stop and go to make Arnie slide off. Arnie starts fighting off this gang as much as he can. Starts using a trash can lid as a shield. Um, His gun gets kind of knocked off. He's trying to fight for the gun. He's finally surrounded, beaten down. Satan shows up. Instead of killing him, Satan says, uh, you're mine, and I want you to see what's going to happen. Suffer, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Satan gets in the back of the car and creepily smiles at Christine. They drive away. Arnie is fucking crucified, hung up in this alley up against this building. Friday the 31st. Some more ominous radio talk about the upcoming New Year's Eve and Y2K scare. Kovac in a nice, comfortable-looking Carhartt jacket. Shit looked warm as hell. He walks up, sees Arnie hanging up in the alley. We cut to the Pope being warned that, uh, sadly, Satan's got the girl. Arnie's patched up. He's stitched up. He's told that he's been out for a while. It's not too late, he says. He boots out. 8.47 p.m. Arnie's at the Striker HQ, and nobody questions him as he just loads up on pistols and grenade launchers. And then uh, starts to... (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) He seems like he's got a pretty high position. Yeah. I don't want to (laughs) help. Yeah, don't include me, but just take what you want. (laughs) Uh. Arnie tracks the striker vehicle. Early days of GPS, I guess. He just uh, types in the license plate, some 3D imaging where this fucking car is. There is tracks it. It's, there is some weird tech in this movie because uh, there's like that lady who has a stigmata. At some point, they have a computer program running that just translates like her demonic voice into English, no problem. So. Mm-hmm. That part was pretty funny. I mean. It's two two in a row. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, you know, if we need tech to fill in a gap, it's available. So. Dan, it seems like you're thinking that this movie is just Prince of Darkness meets Seven with Arnie. Is that the pitch? I mean, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you on that, really. <laughs> Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I You see the influence. I mean, fucking seven is pretty fucking genre-defining. So Seven is a seven-star banger, I mean. Seven is a seven does. Seven dust. Not on the soundtrack. Should have been. Mm-hmm. Nah, not a big seven dust fan. All right, he finds the car. It's parked outside the abandoned theater. Marge shows up. Bitch is fuck? a good song. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I always skip them when they come up on Turbo. I'll go back to Lithium. Uh, he follows Marge down into this basement when he's scared by a blind man. Some sort of guard. Was. He can smell the hate in Arnie's heart and allows him to pass. So I thought this element was cool. That Satan could have killed Arnie at any time, but was kind of taken. It's like he saw a little bit of himself, you know, 
that's, you're that's an why atheist. I like that one scene so much. Like it's, it really, it's a lot of the atheist arguments. It's a lot of the anti-God arguments. So you can, I don't know. I get it. And instead of it being some guy who's full of faith and blah, you know, it's just, he's, he's arguing because it's the right thing to do, not because he believes for any reason. All right. He gets down there. We got a satanic ceremony lit by candle and torchlight. Marge, she clocks Arnie, starts to follow him around. Up on the altar, Sultan is, or Sultan, Satan is preparing for his ritual. I didn't come here to hurt you. I came here to love you in front of 40 of my closest friends. Yeah, for real. I mean, just, I don't know. Like, this chick, the whole movie, though, she's been like, if he wants to, I'm down to bone. And then we get to this scene and... He's like trying to convince her and I don't know. It just seems like the whole movie. She's like, if it happens, it happens. So that's how you took it. She literally says that she's like, I've had a dream about it and I won't be able to resist. I don't know if that's implying that she is like, eh. I don't know. She's she, trying. Uh, yeah. She says it. <laughs> uh, Marge confronts Arnie, but he gets the drop on her. He starts unloading with his machine gun. This allows Christine to run away. Arnie threatens to kill Christine if they aren't allowed to leave. Who comes around the corner? Pollock. You'd be amazed what you agreed to if you're on fire. A little bit of a standoff. Arnie's able to stall Pollock just long enough for Satan to start questioning their deal. Satan says, all right. Deals off. Touches Pollock on the arm, and he instantly lights a flame. Arnie unloads on Satan, and the rest of the crowd flees. Uh, Arnie launches a grenade into a gas pipe. Got a big boom as they run off. Arnie blows a hole in a wall. They're able to jump onto some subway tracks, barely dropping fast enough to let a train pass over. Uh, they hop up on the train when the operator stops in panic. Arnie uh, shows Christine how to shoot a gun. She immediately takes out Satanist with it. Subway operator starts to train again. Arnie forces him to drive into Satan, who is further down the tracks. It's um, a good. Um, it's a good subway scene. Yeah. Uh, Satan ain't out though. He starts punching through the walls of the subway car. Arnie and Christine, they're trying to shoot him away. Um, another punch through Satan punches through the operator throws his body off the train Arnie decides they need to separate the cars um, he manages to do this but Christine is on the rear car he's on one of the more forward cars he barely is able to jump and uh, and grab onto her car She she helps him back up much larger jump here that Satan is about to make, but Arnie launches a grenade right into him, blowing him back all the way into the first car, which uh, ends up wrecking. Christine and Arnie, they got to run to the back of their car and hold on as their car smashes into the wreckage. Um, just accordions up, but they manage to survive. Yeah, they're um, conveniently just far enough back to where yeah. <laughs> it does not hurt them. Um. Satan's body is all just blown to shreds. He's laying across the tracks. It looks pretty cool. 
Uh, he starts cursing Jericho. Jericho is Arnie's name, by the way. This is the one time I wrote his name down because he starts screaming Jericho. Uh, finally, his mystical form takes off out of the body, takes off after Arnie and Christine. We got celebration galore in the streets as the New Year's Eve countdown is starting. Arnie and Christine, they're forced into a uh, another church. Um, Damn it. Yeah. A lot of churches in this movie. What the fuck? Also, I mean, is it a good thing or a bad thing that it's in New York? Like, why does everything take place in New York or L.A.? This couldn't be Des Moines. It could I mean, be. You'd probably find more churches. Right. But I also feel like Satan would have less conflict well, they're in a rural area, right? In all of Des Moines, though, there probably wouldn't be one person named Christine York. So that's why they had to set it in New York City. A name that crazy could only exist in in the biggest it city. Is a, it is a f- pretty clever thing, though. Christ in New York, Christine York. Like, I'm not going to knock that. Whoever figured that out. You didn't think that was kind of lazy, maybe? I think it's lazy to be no. like, oh, oh, here she is in the records. Like, there's only one person that has. It's. I mean, you, if, if you I, hit on that earlier, Cron. They should have had. It should have gone to two other Christine yeah, Yorks at least. And and there could have been a joke of like, if, even if I was Satan, I wouldn't fuck this lady, you know. Or then, if I'm writing, I'm. It's a dude, and his name's Newt York. <laughs> sure. All right. <laughs> And then the the devil's trying to impregnate him? I don't know. Yeah, man. Get, love get, is love, dude. Come on. Hit the on, hit Karan. the reboot button on this baby and start typing. Mm-hmm. That's End a, of days two. Yeah. New York in Des Moines, Iowa. We're here, we're queer, get used to it. Yeah. This time Satan's a lady. Yeah. Let's be fair. A little tuck, you'll never know. Arnie's got to fire up into the air and scare all the uh, churchgoers there from the, the New Year's Eve mass. Arnie tells Christine um, to hide. He starts reloading, starts taking a, a look at the altar. He sees the statue of Michael, sees the uh, stained glass, the crucifix. Michael. He finally gives in. He praises the Lord. Michael. Please give me strength. Michael. Yeah, I don't... You didn't need that. In the are, end, you are didn't you need saying it. this as a non-religious person that you're like, I don't, he, why would he? F- it I, just doesn't. It's not long enough. It's it's literally what like five seconds. It just seems like you didn't really need that. They're called illusions, Michael. <laughs> a trick is something a whore does for money. Legs are so powerful. Uh, we got an earthquake. Church oh. starts to rumble. Stained glass starts to blow out. The pews are tipping like dominoes. They had an earthquake. I had a headache. Uh, bones. Uh, fucking TV was shaking. Put in a rim shot right there where Dan says that. 
right. I, uh, for the listener, if this thing sounds super choppy, thank Kron and Dan. We're fine. This this is going to be a uh, some some of these episodes as we're we're going along. I'm like, oh, this would be an easy fucking edit, man. There's no sound effects in the cold open. Nobody said anything bad. I don't want to hint at anything, but I didn't do anything tonight. There will be 15 minutes hey, I, that no one ever hears. I workshopped some material in this episode. <laughs> That'd be on the Patreon, <laughs> folks. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. Satan appears in his majestic demon glory, man. Looks fucking great. Dan sent us a Fuck great yeah. behind the scenes video. Some actual practical effects on the devil here. I think it's an awesome look. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a little that was anticlimactic right here because that was CGI. He, he that was CGI, yeah. But there were, I'm sure they built that for reference, right? There was, yeah. There was an actual suit. Yeah. Well, I think too. You just kind of. You go through this entire movie with Gabriel Byrne being the devil, and then it's kind of like, oh, okay, the last 15 minutes are going to be different. And it's like, well, why didn't we see him change form before this? Or it, it just seems like people they- People want the devil. Yeah, but it just seems like they kind of jump to it, and they're like, all right, here's the ending of the movie. And it's like, okay, I get it, but you didn't set this up in any way that makes it- rewarding you know i was thinking that it might have been cool and maybe just totally unnecessary in the in the theater maybe prior to udo breaking the news that the nurse couldn't get christine or whatever that maybe he's out of the body that maybe you just see like a hint of the form you know he's up on the altar just sitting in that form or whatever and Udo's talking to the deep you know like that form of the devil I thought might have been cool like that he could have been like more in awe like nobody else really got to see the devil but but Arnie here so uh, he roars spreads his wings I still think it looks pretty good it holds up for 1999 CGI um, but then enters Jericho's body, Arnie's body. Arnie, like uh, Gabriel Byrne in the bathroom, he starts throwing him around the church. Um, The demonic force is contorting his body and his face. He passes out. 11.57 p.m. Arnie wakes up, calls to Christine. She's fooled. I loved the fucking, the patter of her bare feet slapping across the floor as she was running over to Arnie. Really (laughs) stood out and Whoa, Tarantino. Fucking sound bar. Oh, hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, Arnie begins dragging her to the altar. Oh, no. You died for nothing. You just brought them time, Arnie yells up to Christ. So now, listener, Arnie is the devil. You know when Arnold got to this, he was like, oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Only reason he signed on, dude. The ball begins to drop. Christine, she starts appealing to the real Jericho. Jericho looks at the sword of Michael and the rubble. He tells Christine to run just before throwing himself upon the sword. 
of St. Michael. Satan is cast out in flame. He screeches as he's forced below. Arnie sees a vision of his wife and child at the front of the church. Christine sees it too. Arnie smiles and finds peace as he collapses. So if you guys threw yourself on a sword and you had a few moments before you croaked, is that the image you're seeing? Like your wife and kids and shit or some cooler? Like, you know? Well, as the only person here with a wife and children. Nah, man. You know no. that scene in, well, we're going to come back to Demon Knight again, where, what's his name, walks in and he's like, holy shit. Oh, the, when the drunk. Look at all these like, topless ladies. <laughs> yeah, the topless lady and like the cabana bar and all that shit. That's where yeah. I'm at. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Why not? My vision is a dark living room with a very comfy sofa and the relief of knowing that I have nothing to do the next day. And it just says, dark night rises. And you sit down. Hell yeah. Mine would be uh, waking up from the nightmare of recording this podcast. <laughs> and it was coming. You got like 10 more to go, dude. Mm-hmm. Thousand. Uh, Chris- Christine walks over. She takes his hand. She forces it to her face. Through tears, she thanks him. Outside, first responders arrive as the ignorant people of New York celebrate and bring on the new year. It's the end of End of Days. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's a beast of a movie. The the beast, the demonic. So uh, he's trying a, to tie it back to the devil here. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you were dipping in and out having to deal with your cat. Yeah. Goddamn hell, cats, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dan, did we leave out any trivia? Ah, gentlemen, upon further research, this was released November 24th of 1999. Uh, Budget is said to be $100 million. God damn. You couldn't see any of it. Uh, I I guess a lot of it went into pocket. I disagree. You see $100 million. Uh... Box office coming back two hundred and twelve million dollars. So they made a little bit more back. USA Today called this the worst Arnold performance in a long time. Uh, later on in life, Arnold has said that uh, Mr. Hames there was the wrong director for this movie. Andrew A. Marlowe is the writer of this movie. Um, he has also wrote Hollow Man. Hey, oh. I mean, I feel like a goddamn Hollow Man when you don't hit the button and I I have to watch you. We knew as soon as I said that 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 was. I've been here and you've done. We asked you to hang up earlier. You obviously kept the window open. If you invite me into the Zoom, 
You must act. I have to leave via your action. You can just can hang you? up. You can just hang up at any point. Anything else, Dan? Um, Arnold did feel that this movie was too dark. And because of the darkness in the editing process, it did cause a lot of problems. Um, James Cameron was responsible for dropping uh, Haim's name as the director. Uh, and as we discussed earlier, there was an actual get Hames. <laughs> Put the uh, quote on the box for the DVD. <laughs> Cameron. <laughs> there was an actual Satan suit, but Hames felt the devil needed a bigger presence in the movie, so that's when they decided to do CGI. But uh, yeah, that's that's all I got, guys, for research. All right. Kron, you got anything to add? No, I think I've derailed this episode enough already. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor listener. Poor, poor listener. Ah, you lucky, lucky listener, because guess what? It's time for the internationally famous game of Rate My Letterboxd. Yeah, rate that shit. Bones is making a grid. Ah, folks, at the time of our review for End of Days from 1999, directed by Mr. Peter Hames, the Letterboxd user rating for End of Days is sitting at a 2.6. I will uh, go first here, boys. This is a Bones pick, so I am going with a 4.0 for him. Cron Howard, I got you. I got you at a 2.5. I'm going to go with Bones, a 3.5. Dan, a 3. Dan, three. Kron, 2.5. Ah, gentlemen. End of Days was a movie that I did go see as a young man in the theater. Um, Way darker than I remember it. As in lighting-wise. It was a pretty dark film. Uh, Shaky Cam, not a fan. Didn't really believe uh, Kevin Pollack was a badass in this movie. Um, Arnie was not the correct guy for this. Maybe maybe Keanu Reeves? 99? No? I mean, he's doing Matrix, so... Somebody this a little your, more. This is your serious. time to talk. I know, but anyway, um, yeah, I think I'm keeping it at a three, guys. Um, little nostalgia for me. I I think there's some enjoyable stuff here, though. I like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't like anything to do with Satan. So, um, yeah, I liked um, Satan's performance there. Here, Gabriel, what was his name? Burn. Yeah. So good performance there. Um, 
the girl, I liked the the girl. She was pretty good in this. She was also in the craft, which has to do with, uh, you know, witchery. Um, but yeah, man, three point for me. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it at a three. Not bad. Not terrible. You could do worse. Uh, all right, guys. I think I th- I think I'd be with Dan here. I'm a three point on this. Uh, this movie is kind of fun in a way like it definitely has a late 90s kind of uh sheen to it like in terms of tone and look i i would definitely agree with dan i think in the in the version of the movie that we get like arnold is the wrong choice for this role um i think they either needed to cast someone else or just rewrite the movie after they landed on Arnold. Like it wouldn't have been that hard. Um, but it's kind of like in between being an Arnold movie and not an Arnold movie. So, um, I don't know. It just doesn't work really that well. Um, but all that being said, like this is a fun movie. It's fun seeing Arnold do this. It's fun seeing Gabriel Byrne. Like there is a lot of weird kind of off the wall stuff with the, you know, Satan comes back and can convince anyone to bang him. Like, that's a weird choice. Um, and I don't know. It just kind of like the whole plot of some kind of weird devil thing happening around Y2K. It's weird enough that I really enjoy this kind of look back into the 90s. So um, it's not a perfect movie. It's got a lot of faults. But at the same time, it is a fun movie. So 3.0 from me. We talked about earlier that in my recollection, I just recall this being not a good Arnold movie because he stands out in it and not in a like his performance is great. He's the standout of the movie. I mean, it's just of what we know of Arnold. I don't disagree that he probably shouldn't have been in this movie, but something about this rewatch it really did give some charm to it. The high, the hybrid of this dark movie meets Arnold somehow worked on me. I'm guessing Arnold's comments about Peter Himes were probably, it seems odd because the guys worked with Van Damme and Connery and a bunch of like crazy machismo guys before. I'm probably I'm just assuming that's Arnold trying to pass a little bit of the blame. The darkness didn't really affect me. I could see what was going on visually. I really missed the '90s style and look. This sort of bled into that weird. Everything post seven has this, you know, for 15 years or so, and now it's resurging. But I thought it looked great. The models of the trains crashing was so enjoyable actually seeing a helicopter the story is pretty by the numbers but it's played out in a cool procedural way i don't really have a lot to dislike about the movie i just like dan will usually say i wish it just had a little bit more i wish it had a little bit more in terms of investigation because everything is just so easy Arnold kind of quickly figures stuff out, happens to be in the right place at the right time. Um, 
This is three point five for me. I think it's uh, it's pretty strong, but I I don't see myself seeking this thing out ever really again. It doesn't have a lot of replayability like a Running Man, you know, or some of his other other work. What about Nick Cage? I could see that working. Yeah. Yeah. Even I thought uh, Liam. Liam, maybe. Yeah. What's he doing? He's doing fucking Star Wars 99. Yeah. Because I and I'm as soon as I had the thought, I realized while I was. You think I think you'd have been too young, but I was thinking Denzel, and I was like, "Oh, because of Fallen." Well, to say Fallen is in there, so time is on my side. All right, Kron, where's that bad boy end up? All right, three point two or something. Uh, End of days would have an average rating from the three of us of three point one six seven. Um, this would land at number 30 on the big list. This would be right below Black Roses. Black Roses ranked far too low on the list. Uh, and right above Masterminds at 31. All right, Kron, rate my letterbox scores. I forgot last week. Let me give you these when you're ready. I'm ready to go. All right, Dan got a one. I got a 1.5, and you got a 2. All right, guys. At the end of this round, I would have a considerable lead at 18.5. Bones and Dan right now are tied for second place with a 15. And if you're curious, Nick still has a 9.5 and Brantley an 11. So... (laughs) Uh, well, mathematically, we cannot catch you. So it's really just a a race for second there, old buddy. And I believe I have a quiz to put together, I guess. I think so. Yeah. But this episode's gone way too long. Uh... I don't want to tell the listener what the timestamp is now because uh, I'm probably going to cut about 45 minutes out of this. I want to thank anybody that does listen and does support the show. We have a pretty small group of, of people that, that listen and support, and it feels good. Thanks, guys. I, w- I would also like to um, say thank you to George from the Bessel Whorehouse in Philly, who just recently had me on to discuss American Psycho. Great episode, guys. Mm-hmm. Great episode. Thank you. Congrats. Uh, I, had a, I had a blast. Uh, if you want to listen to a show that is tight and concise and uh, thorough and not off the rails, <laughs> please listen and, and you know pitch into uh, George's Patreon if you can. He's a great guy. Great podcast. Um, I hope I did a good enough job that maybe he... He reaches out to one of you two fuckers. I'm assuming he came to me first because he knew I'm the least of the horror guys. You know, maybe that's what it is. But but check that out. Check out all our other sister shows, Horror Drafts, Nerds Geeks. Uh, 
check them out. They're doing but, great uh, shit. Yeah. It is nice to know that we don't have to fake like liking the some you know these shows. There's a few out there. It's like uh, you can tell in the Twitter Twitter sphere a lot of them are fake patting on the back. Follow Friday. Hashtag pod family. A little bit of disdain there. All right, guys. Uh, let's get the fuck out of here. We'll come back after we clean off the... Um, I don't know. We didn't really get too grimy. Hashtag family. Hashtag Fago. <laughs> hashtag hashtag Jekyll. mom, daughter. <laughs> All right. Uh, for Laundry Dan, for Cron Howard, I've been Bones. This was Five Day Rentals discussing End of Days. We'll come back. Dan will reveal his pick, and we will finish up Black Magic. Crash and burn. Crash and burn. Hail Satan. Welcome back, everybody, to the After Shower Show here on the 5 Day Rentals Podcast. You just listened to Bones take us through End of Days from 1999, an Arnold Schwarzenegger versus Satan classic. Um, We are in full swing of our category here of Black Magic. Thank you, Kron Howard. Uh, He recently brought us through Prince of Darkness, so uh, a John Carpenter underrated classic. So go check those two out if you haven't seen it. Listen to the episodes. Join the fucking Discord and uh, hit us up. We'll talk to you. Send you stickers and shit. Um, it is now time for me to reveal the third and final pick for Black Magic. Um. Cron Howard brought us, as I said, Prince of Darkness from John Carpenter, a heady, underrated Carpenter classic that's gaining a little more steam here as uh, time has faded into each other. Bones brought us, of course, the action, most action he could provide with a satanic theme going on. And... uh this is the toughest category pick that I have had since starting this show. Um, three o'clock today, I decided what I was going to do. I've watched five movies to figure out which one I was going to do. I've talked to Chad Deal. Thank you very much. Um, and guys, it's it's um it's 1970s and it's, we're in full satanic panic mode in cinema. That's where you get a a good a amount of Rosemary's Babies and and all the satanic panic shit that's going on. And I really wanted to try to get that pick in there from the 70s just to kind of pay homage to all that shit. Um but that didn't happen. Instead, uh, I'm going back to Satan. I did try to go voodoo and black magic route, but I uh, 
all the stuff that I liked was not available. Oh, you taking a little voodoo? <laughs> I was going to break one set in Louisiana, sir. Oh. That's, there was one. That would have been but... a beautiful selection there, Cajun Dan. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, I'm Cajun Crown, I'm sorry to, what an to, honor to disappoint. To be knighted, Cajun Dan, oh. you're in the clan. But it sounds like you did not pick a hoodoo film. Yeah, you know, I I really had a, a good choice in there, but it, unfortunately it wasn't available to to rent or to stream. So, you know, well, I, I had to move on, sir. Well, I I'm guess sorry. I'll get it back on my fan boat and return to the bayou. All right. Well, um, enjoy all your po' boy sandwiches. Oh, you know I will. I'm going to eat them on a crawdad po' boy, a etouffee bones, etouffee dan. Yeah, I already did the fan boat noise. And you. Was that what that was? (laughs) I was trying. (laughs) Is it more a. Oh. oh, my apologies. I thought you uh, oh. passed a little wind there, Bones. Cajun <laughs> uh, Cron, how do you have internet service? Oh, I got it uh, hooked up to a evil spirit down here in the bayou. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel even worse for not picking a voodoo movie. Oh, it's no worry. Uh, etouffee day and etouffee bones. I'll talk to you uh, later. All right, sir. Uh, we'll have you back for the voodoo category. Uh, maybe that'll come up. But uh, we're going back to Satan, guys. We're going to the year 2009, and we're going to a director called Mr. Or his name is Mr. Ty West. And the next movie we're going to watch is called The House of the Devil. And uh, I hope you're ready. Because this is uh, pretty much a throwback to all those 1970s films from the Satanic Panic era. And uh, Mr. Ty West, I think, did a great job here with uh, The House of the Devil to kind of bring that back. So um, I have seen this film when it, when it did come out in 2009. I know Kron has seen this as well. So Bones? Yeah. I have not. All right. Uh, I got one. Is this available anywhere, Dan? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, folks of all ages, put your children to bed because this is available on Shudder and this is available on Tubi as well. Boom. Boom. My time as a uh, father of an eight-month-old is precious these days, so I need a streaming movie that I can go back on. I don't have to pay three times or buy. But yeah, Mr. Ty West, um, I thought I was very familiar with his filmography, but going through today and looking, I have some catching up to do because I think I've only seen two of his films. He did recently put out X this year, and he's got another one coming out with uh, Mia Goth called Pearl as well. I think it's a continuation from the character from X. Yeah, I think it's the same universe. A prequel? Yeah. Yeah. So, and he also has one called In the Valley of Violence with Ethan Hawke that I hear is pretty damn good as well. Yeah. So, now, did you watch that one, Bones? I've seen that one. Yeah. yeah. I hear, I have always heard good things. It's, it's okay. I give it a three. All right. I gave it a three. It, uh, 
it's got a, a very um, Sergio inspired like title sequence, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool. I was like, yeah, it's about time somebody did that. But Ethan Hawke's good in it. Yeah, Travolta's okay. Good. And I, but looking at his category, I think I've seen oh, really the only thing that he's been involved in that I've seen other than than that was VHS. Yeah, he did do a, a segment for that one as well. I wonder which one he did because one of those really fucking terrified me. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't seen any of the VHSs, so I think the latest one was three. I think they have a new one, which is going to be like a VHS ninety nine, maybe. Like it might be already yeah. be out. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's part of like Shutter's lineup for this year, so. I think it's either this month or next. Nine. Okay, so they did VHS in 2012, VHS mm-hmm. 2 in 13, uh, VHS viral in 14, and then VHS 40 or 94, excuse me, in 2021. Okay. And I heard Damn. that one, okay. 94, was, was good. So, okay. From what I heard. But yeah, Tubi or Shutter, whichever uh, you guys got. I mean, Tubi don't cost you shit, so get it. Um, but yeah, the House of the Devil is where he started out, where he kicked off his career. So um, we're gonna do it here on the Five Day Rules podcast, and we're gonna stick with the Devil, guys, because why not? Thank you, Dan. He does provide, pays the bills. Gentlemen, anything else? Any thoughts, comments, concerns? I mean, I hope I don't get too scared. Hope it's not too spooky. There's some pretty uh, gnarly stuff li- in this one. Because I, I live in a house, so I. Well, you won't want to. Kind of You won't want to after you watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. You never go. You never go live in a shack. Yeah, you're going to be a duplex guy after this is all said and done. (laughs) I need a neighbor. (laughs) Always. Nice little old lady. Guys, I got hummingbirds. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. I have a mole. Are you putting out food for them? I am, but they're coming naturally. They're actually hitting all the landscaping and like all the flowers and shit that Sam put outside. Mm -hmm. She does a lot of, she does like, you know, uh, what's the term called? Non-invasive? Non-invasive like shit. What's the term? Like where it's it's, it's It's from that place. Natural. Yeah, whatever. So um, shit ton of bees, man. So um, we walk out my front door and I got to like lock up and just like walk through steady if you but. get the newest missouri conservation okay they have uh all the natural trees for a dollar you can order them and they'll send them to you and they okay. have uh it's like when you open it's not a, a perfume sample it's just more oh, no, it comes it's more down, bees dude. so see i get uh uh my Missouri conservation in a scroll form. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, dude. So I, it takes me forever to get through. And then I lose, you know, because you can't. You can't it keeps rolling. Pages. Up, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's going to roll up on you. And it's spring loaded, too, which is I fucking crazy. Sell. Like, this is expensive, guys. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, crash and burn. Crash and burn. Cyber Christ lives. 